This podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron sends gourmet recipes and all the fresh ingredients you need to make them right to your door. To see what's on the menu this week, visit blueapron.com. Our listeners get their first two meals free. Just go to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. GoDaddy is releasing hundreds of new domains that tell people who you are and what you do. There are options for just about everything. Register your new unique domain before someone beats you to it. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code ROOSTER30 to save 30% on your order. Some limitations apply. See website for details. We did hey! it! We started a podcast missing someone. Hey! <laughs> That's no one. Everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week, we got Gus. Gavin. Barbara. Bernie! Bernie! And Gus. We were, uh, we, were, we were recording a podcast Let's Play literally right <laughs> up until the last possible moment. Spoiler alert, I was the last one to be alive in this particular run-through. Yes. Uh, one of our favorite games of all time, Contagion. That was a reason you were the last one alive. <laughs> yeah. Was. Look. Which you'll find out. Yeah. Juck. So, like, it was like we were, everyone was dropping out, getting ready to get on the set for the podcast. And I was like, I was like I've almost got this, I've almost got this. But no, it's, like, I don't want to spoil it. But it was fun. We, we're so shitty at that game. Hi, what do you got? Thanks, Gus dude. Is, uh, fixing Bernie's mic. He's doing it on the fly here. This is just unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't want any side talking there. Gotta this get is, straight on talking. The... So it's been a while since this crew has been on a podcast. It's been a while since I've seen you, Bernie. I saw I Gus know, today. I the, the last time I saw you before today, can you yeah. think of it? No, it should be burned in my memory, but I can't even think of it. When I was the last time I saw you? It was you? in Seattle at PAX Prime. Really? I don't think I've seen you that's since PAX Prime. That's a month ago. Pri- I know. Yeah, that's literally one month ago. And then, because you went on vacation after that, uh-huh. and then I was out of the country, which I got I to gotta explain that to you. That's just, <laughs> that was absolutely ridiculous. So, yeah, I think it's been like a, a month almost to the day since I've seen you. It's been the best month of my life. Yeah, so I, happy without me? It's been so good. That kills me. How did you, by the way, I could never, I don't think, take a full two-week vacation. This I, is the, I think this is the first time I've ever done it. I want to see if I could. You said but it you, was the longest you've ever taken vacation from Richard. Yeah, you didn't go anywhere, right? You just... No. You just play Destiny. I, play Destiny. I went to Mars. I went to Venus. I went to the moon. That's your ideal vacation, though. No, you go listen, to the listen, reef. I, I, I gotta, went to I, the I, reef. I got to say something else, too. You did that thing where nobody knew you were on vacation for, like, the first two days. You didn't tell anybody yeah, in the office. Ba- Barbara, I walked in your office, like, five times in the first three days. and like, is Gus here? She was like, I don't know where he is. Like, literally nobody here knew. Yeah. I got to know. What is the strategy <laughs> behind that? Is it like if you don't tell anyone you're going on vacation, you're not actually on vacation? You can tack like extra a- days on at the end. Like, oh, I wasn't <laughs> off on those days. I was traveling. <laughs> so it's like a head start on the vacation. Yeah. Just run. Nobody when, really when, want- uh, when someone's not right well, directly in front of me, I, I forget they exist. But I was getting emails from Real you, so figure. I was like, I remember Gus. I haven't seen him in ages. The problem is Gus. that we've been ramping up so many different productions that all of our management and even some of our all-hands meetings keep getting canceled or delayed. Yeah. And it's like, there was no opportunity to say, to remind everyone, don't forget, I'm going to be gone. You could yeah. have emailed. Yeah, so we do... Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> we do an all-hands meeting every single Monday, everybody in the company. Why has, is it called that? That's a dumb name. I don't know, all-hands. Because it's it everyone's is. hands. <laughs> is that what it is? They're, They're all, all in one place. Where everyone just drops stuff the whole meeting. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be all ears? Because it's just fucking Matt talking for an hour at it. <laughs> but it's every Monday, and it's at 11 a.m. It used to be at 9 a.m., but now it's at 11 a.m. because the podcast is at night. And they were nice. Well, the podcast used to be on Tuesdays, if you remember. I, of course. Why wouldn't I remember something like that? Of course. <laughs> when was it on Tuesday? I really don't actually. It used to stream live on Tuesdays and come out on Wednesdays. It used to stream live on Wednesdays. No, t- no, it didn't. Tuesdays. It would no, come out on Wednesdays. Oh, it used to, was it? it would be, by the way, it's been two years. It would be, yeah, today. point that out real fast. This is the two-year anniversary of the start of the, uh, the podcast live stream. Looks a bit different. I think we're done. 
We're over. It's over. That's it. We finished. This is the last yeah. one. We reached the final we, level. We only bought 104 episodes, we're, and we're yeah. not going to renew. We're no more contract. Yeah. So, um, so every Monday we have the all hands meeting, and then that's where everybody like gets together and talks about what they're going to do. And it's like because the company's getting to the point now where it's like literally someone will start talking about something, and other people look around like I have never heard of this project that they're working on. I also oh. don't know who the person yeah. talking, talking is. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much of that. We don't let new people talk. A, yeah. How dare you? I found out recently that Jeff just found out that there's lieutenants in Red versus Blue and that Ryan plays one of them. <laughs> he, the guy who sits next to him at work. Yeah. <laughs> found out that he is in another show. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What happened? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh. So listen, I was out of the country. You were gone for two weeks. Yeah. And then I was gone for a week because mm-hmm. I went over to this festival in Asia. It was in Singapore. It's called Spikes. And it's where it's one of these conferences that I go to where I do one of those speaking engagements where I talk it about. It sounded totally made up. Spikes? Yeah. Yeah, it does kind of sound made up. And I don't. Even, I was there and I don't even know really what Why it stands for. Why was it called Spikes? That's what I'm saying, Barbara. <laughs> That's literally the words that are coming out of my mouth is I don't know what Spikes they means. They never had any explanation. I don't. Let's look it up here. We or have the, the internet. Imagery that- they put people's heads on Spike. After you speak, they put your head on the Spike. I was avoided. very lucky. I was to the get Highlander. Out of the country. Spikes TV. <laughs> so you didn't get Ebola? N- Listen, Gavin, serious business. Every immigration <laughs> checkpoint that I went through in every country, because you can't fly direct from to Austin. You can't fly direct from Austin to New York City. Forget trying to fly to Singapore. But you can fly to London. Yeah, but you can fly to London now. It's true. You're so lucky they actually (laughs) made a direct flight from Austin to London when you moved here. But um, yeah, so I had to connect through DFW, then Tokyo, and then Singapore. So there's two immigration checkpoints I had to to go through. Tokyo again. Yeah, I was in Tokyo. Did you use a pen this time instead of a thermometer? <laughs> uh, yeah, the quarantine area, they were like, they were like really eyeballing you. That sounds like the world's shittiest flight, by the way. <laughs> Dude, let, let, that's the whole point of the story. Okay. Let me get to that. But yeah, every sign, everywhere were signs for Ebola. What's like, Japanese for Ebola? Like Ebola. It's, like a, it's a picture of a dude kneeling and they're shooting you. Because that's, that's the point we are now with Ebola, is every time I see a picture of what's going on in Africa, <laughs> it looks like something out of a science fiction movie. Yeah. It's like dudes in white suits like like burning a house, and that's what they're doing. It's like just normal, everyday life with there. People fenced off in like quarantine areas. God, it's really, it's really getting scary. They, they had a projection now that by the end of the year, a quarter of a million to a million people could be infected uh, with Ebola. That's a wide swing. Do they really not know? Well, I mean... We're going to even have a quarter million or a million. It could be four times as much. Do, do they not that? know? How would they know? How do they come up with that number? Well, what are they... It's the same thing. People? They fucking just nail it down. How many people are, are infected right now? A bunch. I don't know. Somewhere between one and a million people will die with, from Ebola <laughs> before <laughs> the end of the year. One and well, all the population. Took how many people have it now and how long it took them to get that many? And then you just project from there. Oh, is that it? Are you a mathematician? I didn't well, realize that. Was <laughs> Dr. Free. But then who would come up with a more specific number than something fucking quadrupled the Gus number? Gus wants him to do a survey like, do you plan on getting Ebola before the end of the year? Is that no, just send do? us an email. To yes, no, or maybe. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, they're fighting it now. It's like they have some uh, measures in place to try to limit it. But they're dealing with such a hard problem of, of fighting this. It's like there's so much that goes on in Africa that's just like outside the bounds of science. Like there's a lot of tradition and folk medicine and... For lack of a better term, magic, belief in magic, where there was a rumor that took place in one community where that there was no such thing as Ebola, that it didn't exist, and that the doctors had patients because they were stealing their blood. <laughs> and so It all makes sense. Yeah, and so 
this rumor went around and they knocked down the wall of the hospital, a mob of people, and rescued the Ebola patients oh from God. the blood-stealing government. Oh, yeah. So all those people, I'm sure, got infected yeah. that did that, rescued. Yeah, you know, I think I remember back. I how want do you say, fight that? Was, you, I think it was do? in the 2010 World Cup that there was a problem where fans of the Senegal team kept breaking into the stadium because they thought if they could bury a goat under the <laughs> under the field that their team would win. And they actually managed to a get on the goat? field. Yeah, no, yeah, dead goat. And they actually managed to do it once, and Senegal beat France. So it's like, then how do you explain to them, no, no, that was just a coincidence. Oh, that's a lot burying at that point, your, then. Burying wow. your, your goat did nothing. Oh, what do you do with all the dirt? Put, Put it, it on top on? of the goat? Yeah, but... <laughs> goat doesn't displace that much dirt. You can, you can tramp it down. Shank it out. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do about Compressive. the turf? That's the better question. It's like, is there like well, you a, can cut turf off and put it back. And lift it up and then do it? You think yeah. the people you, who are burying a dead goat... You beef over it. That's what you do. You beef, beef over turf. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> They're fronting on one another is what yeah. you're saying? So, yeah. Just so, imagine a flock of cows just running across the football pitch. I, I'm very, I'm legitimately very concerned about the Ebola crisis. I'm genuinely concerned Are you worried you'll it. get it? I'm worried I get it. Don't you like yeah. shit from your eyeballs or something? Like, no, it's it's a so bad deal. You have to do a handstand on the, to- on the toilet. Like blood comes out your eyes. It that. is a... Hemorrhagic fever, which causes you to just bleed out internally and externally. You throw up a lot of blood, I know. Yeah, it's it's and it, poop out a lot of blood. That's correct. It's a, it's bad. It's a really bad bad deal. And if, you, if there's anything that anybody can do to help that situation, you should absolutely do it. You look a bit iffy. Listen, it's a it's it's one of those deals. You know what I mean. And the more people that you, I'm fine. I was traveling. Have I touched fine. you today? <laughs> but uh, this trip that I took, uh, getting back to that, God. Damn it. So, uh, we booked... Gus, who uses a travel agent in 2014? Uh, I think at this point, it's old people. Right? That's it. So, I got booked through a travel agency. They booked my trip. And it was just like, I could not have booked a worse trip than what the, what they did. But you know, you can say, I don't want this flight. Get me better flights. Uh, you can do that. I can't do that. What do you mean? Why not? Well, you know, because Google paid for me to go out. It was like this whole thing. And I was just like, they yeah, booked my trip and I'm you fine. say beforehand... I want to fly this airline, and I want this path. That no, I, I, did. I, want, I want to hear how bad this that was. That I did. I couldn't predict some of the stuff they had done, They had done because I had never run into this before. Maybe it was someone's first day on the job. Yeah. So the trip out was the trip out there was bad just because I didn't realize how far away it was. It was. Remember when we went to Perth, Australia? Yeah. And they told us, well, you need to stop somewhere on the way home because it's too far to travel in one day. Yeah. Well, Singapore is pretty much the same distance. <laughs> really? It's like oh 9,800 miles versus 10,000 miles. So Perth was still the furthest away that I've been, but this was right there, <laughs> close second. And uh, they were absolutely right because I did this trip in one day. And so I went Austin to Dallas, uh-huh. then Dallas to Tokyo. So I took an hour flight. <sighs> Austin to Dallas. Dal- okay. Then there was a there was a two and a half hour delay on the plane that was going to take me to Tokyo. So for the whole fourteen hour flight going to Tokyo, I didn't know if I was going to miss my connection Holy going shit. to Singapore. So I had like really fourteen hours to sit there and think about it and not yeah. be able to do anything about it because there's no Wi Fi. Did you have a kip over the? What was a kip? A, a little nap. Oh yeah, I had a kip. <laughs> I just want to be careful about you asked me if he I do stuff on sleep. No, I, well, I was worried the times that I was awake. I didn't sleep for 14 hours. Did you not, not a know? bear in winter. <laughs> did you not know what time your next flight was? No, I did, but it was like, I knew it was going to be, I was going to be close by like half an hour. Oh, okay. And that's what ended up happening. I ended up running through the international terminal of <laughs> Japan. Was that, that was in, in Narita? Yeah, so that was in Narita. And then I flew, then I think, oh, shit, I'm in Tokyo. 
I'm practically in Singapore. I'll take a cab to Singapore. <laughs> it's an eight-hour flight. Oh, is it really? From Tokyo to Singapore. And I was like, what? holy shit, that's like going to London from here. That is. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god. So I didn't realize one-hour flight, two-hour delay, 13-hour flight, run to the airport, eight-hour flight. flight. So it was a that long travel. sucks. Dude, you should have stayed a night in Tokyo. Dude, didn't even compare to the trip home. Did not... <laughs> Compared to the trip home. So at what point, before you go into the trip home, oh at what point did you realize you had an eight-hour flight ahead of you in Tokyo? <laughs> were you in Tokyo when you were like, oh. Did they yeah, tell no, you I was in Dallas. Time? I had my two-hour delay. I was like, oh, let me check my flight to Singapore. And I was like, well, my flight is 13 hours, and I'll get there at that time. And it's like, oh, no, wait, it says eight hours. Oh, no, wait, that's my other flight. Okay. And I was like, Wait a minute, what? And I was like, <laughs> then I realized 13 plus 8 is 21 hours sitting in a plane oh of God. just traveling time. So it's like... That's such a horrible feeling when you just underestimate something like that. Yeah. How do your legs well, remember, still work? Uh, I was really like twitching all the time and like doing the <sighs> shuffle moves. So Brutal. I didn't get a deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> it's a very real concern. It is a very real concern. So what kind of plane was it? Was it a 747? Uh, it was... I don't ever know. It's like the, the two... And four and two for the okay. seats. So okay. two seats on the side. Was there a double decker? No. Did I you have a row to yourself? No, God, no. It was jam packed. They don't do that anymore. Well, like, like, we did that on the way to Australia. I whole row to myself. Yeah, I don't, get as lucky, I don't get as lucky as you do. It was not American the whole way. Oh. And like code shared with Japan. This is a lot of specific stuff about travel. No, we, we, that, that's what we're here to talk about. Back, the trip back was the nightmare. So just, just to preface this whole thing of how bad this is. I timed it, and from the, moment, from the moment I walked out of the hotel to catch the car to the airport, which was late, that was the start of it. The moment I left, walked out the front door of the hotel, started a stopwatch. In, in Singapore. To the moment I got home, 38 and a half hours. <laughs> Jesus. 38 and a half hours. Normally, I used to complain going to Melbourne, because that's like 24 hours door to door. 38 and a half Damn. hours. It was like, I said it was like the Oregon Trail. Like, that's, I was my oh own personal my Oregon Trail. Oh, God. And uh, so basically, here's the way this worked out. This is why I travel agent. I'm never, I don't understand. Because this is a professional person. This is what they do. What do you think they, they never travel? They're they, like, man, one day I'm going to get on a plane. They book. I want to understand what this is like. I'm so curious. <laughs> God. So I board the plane in Singapore, and it's an eight hour flight back to Tokyo, middle seat, center section. Oh. And I was like, oh wait. Wait, this is, on, <laughs> this is on American. Yeah. You have platinum. Pick it's probably this- code share. Yeah, I tried everything I could to try to get out of that seat. I did correct it. So <laughs> so I flew I flew eight hours from Singapore to Tokyo. Then I look at my itinerary. I have a six-hour layover in Tokyo. Six hours till, till I catch my flight to DFW. And I think, why would they give me six hours? Here's why. Because they flew me from Singapore to Haneda Airport. And they flew me out of Narita Airport, <laughs> which is an airport that is a two-hour bus ride away. So I had to get in a bus, <laughs> ride a bus across downtown Tokyo oh my at God. 9 a.m. in oh rush hour traffic God. to go to Narita Airport. To and then, then have to fly. do everything again, like security and all that again? All security, oh everything. Whole shebang. Then fly 13 hours back to Dallas. Middle, middle seat economy again. Oh. Middle, like, like you have to understand if you've never flown international, the middle seat is just like it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's just a nightmare. Luckily, I got this is the one bright ray of sunshine. I got out of that and I got a window seat. Thank God. And I flew 13 hours back after a six-hour layover, two-hour bus ride across oh Tokyo. God. 13 hours back, land in DFW. Plane is delayed. 
mechanical Welcome problem. Home. They fucking mothball the plane, put like have a retirement party for it with a cake and one of the little banners. <laughs> so they retire that plane. Three hours later, another plane shows up. We get on that plane. Fly back. Three hours. Yeah, fly back from Dallas to Austin. Driven. Driven. 38 and a half hours. Oh, my God. Ashley was constantly telling me, I will come pick you up. So that was that horrible That is. I, I, I almost went on that trip with you. I'm really glad yeah, I did. Yeah, that story took about as long as the actual trip home. Was it worth it? It was great. No, it was great. <laughs> Singapore was awesome. It's it's a beautiful country. Singapore is like a city country, right? Like, Singapore is the city. I was in... And it is... The entire country. I was in Singapore, Singapore. Right. That's where I was. And yeah. there's like no countryside, right? It's like, it's just Singapore. Well, how yeah. big is Singapore then? The size of a city? Yeah. Yeah. It's an island country. Weird. So it's like, kind of like Hawaii. When you go to Honolulu, it's basically that, basically that island, you know what I mean? Or Kauai, you know what I mean? They have little towns and stuff, but I mean, when you go Singapore, to Oahu, Singapore. you go to Oahu, you know. <laughs> It's, it's not as big as Hawaii, though, I don't believe, like yeah. Singapore. I don't think it is. Yeah. I didn't learn a lot about like the actual geography when I was there. I didn't have any time, apparently, when I was sitting on my ass for 24 hours in a row. I would have gone mad. I would have just gone mental. Like Me alone for that long with my own thoughts would have sent me off the wall. You almost came with me, and I, yeah. I, 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 I'm glad you didn't, because it was a nightmare. I would not want to subject anybody else to At least that. you would have had a buddy. No, he'd have bitched the whole time. Yeah, no, then, no, yeah, you have to babysit Gavin for yeah, fucking thirty-eight and a half hours. Insult to injury. Not worth it. Yeah, I, would, I had my last. I'd be okay. My last travel experience was so good. Just the direct from Austin to London. Yeah, that's Gosh. right. What's, what is the, What is the time on that? About, I think eight to nine hours. So it's yeah. like uh, oh, it's not bad. Tokyo to Singapore. Yeah, it's weird that what's always weird to me. This white feels like it's a flight just for me. I can just take a cab like twenty minutes from my house to the airport, and then the plane lands. Within an hour of my house in England. It's just so weird. The fact that like Austin and London are so closely linked by one plane, it feels weird to me. Yeah, it's almost like living in a real city sometimes. <laughs> What's the one drawback to living in Austin that I've always complained about? British Airlines? Is yeah, that, you get a lot. You get shit on by is, uh, airlines. It, it's hard to get, find a direct flight anywhere, but apparently we have one to London. They also have a Cancun, right? Yeah. They also, like, the, we used to fly to Seattle a lot uh, in the early days of Red versus Blue. This is how I learned the difference. <laughs> Between direct and nonstop. Right. Was this fucking flight. Yeah. because And that flight, they had it direct for a while, then it wasn't direct. And there's a difference between direct and nonstop, like I was going to say. Yes. So there this was a direct Austin to Seattle flight that stopped in Dallas. So it's like, oh, great. I've got direct Austin to Seattle. Oh, right. It's not nonstop. There is a stop. And it's the Do same. Do you have to get off? You can if you want. Or you can stay on <laughs> oh, the plane. I see. And but then, then you get to choose a seat, right? No, it's, you could, it's the same flight. So you get this, oh, it's the same seat. That's stupid. Yeah. I remember one time they made us get off the plane. Bernie and I were so mad. I think the flight was like at 530 in the morning, something fucking stupid early. Yeah. Right. We got on the plane and uh, we were used to staying on the plane. Like we normally wouldn't get off. And they told us, sir, we have, you know, we got to Dallas. They're like, we have a flight crew change. So you need to get off the plane. And we were like, we always stay on the plane. Just let us sit here and stay on the plane. They're like, no, sir. You need to get off the plane so the new flag can come on and then you can get back on the plane. Let me off, let me off, let me off, let so me off. So we got off and off. Bernie and I were walking through the airport and said, what's the biggest, most obnoxious piece of shit we can buy in the airport to right. take it back on the Through plane that. with us right now? And we found these giant ceramic frogs. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Mexican like terracotta frogs with sombreros on. And, and like real cloth ponchos. How like, big are they? It was huge. It was like, it was, I mean, we carried it on the plane like And this. they sell that beyond security. They the sell airport. it in the airport. Like you're going to buy that. It's like, what? like you're going to buy that and walk on the plane with it. We're like, yes, yeah. let's buy these and get on the fucking plane. Isn't that more inconvenient for you? Yeah, yeah that's, that's part of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> they just walk home with a big ceramic so, frog. So 
so now to the, for, so for years and maybe to this day we always joke whenever uh whenever uh they do cross check that's our saying like cha 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 because the frogs have maracas too <laughs> that's right where are these now so whenever you hear if you ever are flying with me and bernie and they cross check and we go cha 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 it's because of the fucking frogs <laughs> from the dallas airport they say the- flight attendants get ready for uh cross check cross check yeah and, the, and then gus and i go, like we'll both be like i'll be on my laptop like this gus will be next to me and they go get ready for cross check and i go cross check cha 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 it's just like such a force of habit it's like I, you, I don't even remember that story it's like you still cha 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 so frequently but it's like I assume Gus has them. We might have just left them up. Do you have them? I think we threw them away. <laughs> it was like because then we was like, well, these things are so fucking huge. They sell the dumbest shit after security. They really do. I I was I, <laughs> I had a problem because I was actually looking for nail clippers, and then I realized, oh, they're not going to sell nail clippers like beyond security. <laughs> that would be yeah, they do. do they? Well, they, don't they don't they make you throw away your nail clippers? Nah. But I don't think anymore. What do you think one of the most common stores is like in those malls they have in the big airports? The cup. Like a Con magazine stores? store or luggage yeah. stores. Mm. Who the hell buys luggage when they're in the airport? Well, I've had to buy luggage at the airport before because my bag was too heavy. I had to buy another one and split the difference between my bag. Security, but though? that's pad. You're paying. You're not past security at that point. Well, what if they had an issue with your hand luggage? Like sometimes you can get to the gate and they're like, "That's ridiculous. Put it in a different bag." <laughs> like, this luggage is too happened. fat. It won't fit in then the bin. Then they just check it for you. Yeah, they do that, don't they? <laughs> I'm out of ideas. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if you're like going on a trip and you think you're going to buy some stuff, so you buy an extra luggage. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it comes up ahead of time. I'm sure it comes up, or you rip your bag or something like that. Yeah, it just seems like of all the things I'm going to buy, it's like the dude who owns that store is out doing things, trying to actively fuck up people's luggage. <laughs> He's like throwing caltrips in the floor. <laughs> he has a spike strip that he puts out. Have you guys ever gotten your bag like checked by security? Like you open it and there's like a slip in there yeah. that's like yeah. your bag was almost examined. every time I fly. Ne- I have never happens to me. It happened for the first time to me the other day. Yeah, yeah. And I then I like went through my stuff. I was like, did I have any like gross things in here that they would look like at? girl gross things? Yeah, really, like porn magazines or something. <laughs> just you're loaded up with you know, porn. Yeah. You want to gross things? My tips. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, 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 I had a good stretch, or that wasn't a good stretch. I had a stretch where that happened to me. It seemed like every time I flew. It's like I, I had a collection of those fucking little flyers, like little door hang tags. You should just fill a bag with dildos next time and see what happens. Is there a limit on that? Like you can have 200 cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. That limit's because of taxes. Dildos. I don't think dildos are taxed like any special way. That would be way. great if it was on the immigration form. Are you carrying more than $10,000 United States dollars or like 10 dildos? <laughs> like, if so, you have a problem. Please check this box. Make up your mind. I also like too when, the, when you're standing in the... Uh, security line and it's like all the things you can't bring and it's like they have the most ridiculous stuff like you can't bring a 55 gallon drum of kerosene on a plane or you can't bring a cannonball with a with wick a fuse. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, just, I mean i understand these are international symbols but of all the things they choose and a jar of acid that's <laughs> melting into a hand <laughs> it's like what are the international symbols that everyone will understand that we can use it's like all right Acid? Yeah, it might happen. You never know. It's like, well, what do you mean I can't bring a twelve-pound bag of fertilizer? Does any acid in real life work like it does? Yeah, the, like uh, like the alien blood in the movie. Like, like uh, hardcore sulfuric acid will yeah. do that. In fact, it's awful. Every now and then, you hear about like somebody getting th- thrown at them in their face, just like some random person in the subway. In other places, it seems it. acid attacks seem to be something that like. Thank God, have not made their way to America. Like that's How not a big trend. How do you get that kind of acid? I don't How understand that. How do you get that, that kind that. of acid? Yeah. Like, what, go what to you your do? local power plant. Although when I was a kid, we used to, we used to go to the pharmacy, and we would like because we had the anarchist cookbook that we downloaded on God. our three hundred baud modem. Boiling gasoline. Yeah. On the- <laughs> and we would go 
This is a professional, trained, educated person back there behind the pharmacy desk. A 12-year-old kid walks up with a piece of paper and goes, I need a supply of charcoal, sulfur, and saltpeter. And they're like, how much? <laughs> like, they sold me literally the three ingredients for gunpowder. <laughs> yeah. And they sold me in these little jars they look like you'd see in a, a chemistry lab. they at least lab. bag them separately for you? So yeah. And I just walked bag. out with them 12 years old. That's fast. I didn't realize you could buy that shit. I don't think you probably can't anymore. Can you make stuff more acidic than it is? Me personally? Sure. Add some of Gus's DNA. Then yeah. Mm. Like if you had a lot of stomach acid, could you make stomach acid more corrosive? Like by distilling it? Is that what you're asking? Putting stuff in it. Yeah, I don't know. Are you taking stuff out of it? The non-acid stuff? I, I should know. Like, like dehydrating the acid. Yeah. Like, it's got some, a lot of water in it. Let's I wish evaporate. I wish the video today of someone preparing frog's legs, and they're raw. What, what are you watching that for? I don't what know. are you doing with your time? I, was, I don't know. Why not? It's on my phone. And uh, you pour salt on the frog's it legs. everything on your phone. It's connected to the internet. That's not an excuse to do something. It was on my phone. Like, yeah, I scrolled I past it on something. But they, you put a lot of salt on the frog's legs, and they go like... Oh yeah, there's a Weird, creepy right? there's a creepy sushi dish which is like a squid or an octopus, and then they pour soy sauce on it, and the sodium in the soy sauce makes it like go crazy, and I just that freaks no, me out. Thanks. It's like something to do with the chemical in the muscles or something. Yeah. Well, that's how that's how nerves work. It's not electricity. It's just passing of ions through membranes is what it is. And it's like, not electricity. Well, it's not like not like what you see in like you, you couldn't you couldn't. Put- Uncle Fester, you can't put a light bulb in your mouth and fucking make it light up. Yeah. But isn't there enough electricity in a human to light a light bulb? You can't do it with your mouth. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. You're trying to prove me wrong. I don't know. Isn't yeah, but it's not like it's not like electrical charges. Like you don't have mm. wires in your body. It's just a series of chemical reactions that are ions. Like, a series passing. of cubes. Yeah, exactly. You keep saying ions. Let you know what an ion is. I do know what an ion. What's is. an ion? An ion is an atom that has lost an electron and gives it a charge one direction or the other. Either gained an electron is negative, lost an electron is positive. Like a Proton. Uh-huh. No, you can't lose a proton because then that changes the element. A proton's a part of the nucleus. Yeah. Uh, all right, fair play. <laughs> Man, how do you guys remember all this stuff? <laughs> Actually, I, I should be able to answer some of these questions. I, I was pre-med, so essentially I studied biology up until my senior year in college when I switched to computer science. Mitosis. What's that? Meiosis. There you go. There you go. Barbara's got it down. That's all I remember from you, science. You know all the, all, the, all the basics? I haven't taken science since the 10th grade. Is that true? Yep. I you, stopped. And you graduated with a four-year degree from a university. Yeah, in business, though. But there was no science requirement in that and at all? Then a lot of math. Yeah, calc, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck calculus. But, but no science whatsoever. What do you use calculus for in real life? Absolutely uh, nothing. <laughs> so basically, the honestly, most of calculus is like studying like area under a curve, like the way curves work. So it's like great for graphing. It's great for physics and it's great for business because like trending for economics and stuff like that. also great for like plotting land. Like, you want to find out the area of a piece of land and divide it up? You want to feel inadequate as a person? Always. So, Isaac Newton wanted to study gravity and kind of reach the limit of mathematics to where he wanted to study physics. So, he had to invent calculus to be able to study physics. And he was, like, 19 at the time. <laughs> that's, that's why we all study calculus, is because Isaac Newton was the guy who Cause figured Just because he felt it. like it. Yeah. Just was curious Asshole. about Yeah. That kind of stuff. I, I wonder if these people from history know what they've caused the children no, of this dead. generation. But if they could, if they could know, like Shakespeare, I would they punch him laugh. right in the face. Kevin, they've made major contributions to culture and advancement of technology. Who cares what kids think about that? The kids are pissed. They have homework. Every kid is pissed <laughs> at Shakespeare. Everyone. I love Shakespeare. 
I loved reading Shakespeare in, in high school and college. Yeah, how many Shakespeare plays do you read? Uh, seven. All right. Well, you're kind of strange. Then. <laughs> I think most people read about that many when yeah. they're going through school. Especially, like, you start in high school. Yeah. In, like, the ninth grade. And then you keep going. Really? So you didn't study any science after your 10th grade year? Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, I didn't think that would be time. possible. I thought at least in your freshman year in college, you'd use, like, some interdisciplinary stuff. Mm-hmm. And just no, you had no interest in it yourself, either? No. Um, if anything, I had interest in chemistry, but not biology or physics at all. Okay, you know, chemistry is a science. Just you know. yes, I know. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about of the sciences. Uh, yeah, that was the only one you had. I, but there is, was I think no... people do have a preference more than anything else. Like I don't have a preference for a certain kind of math, but I think people have, for sciences have a certain kind of preference. Yeah, yeah. I hate physics. What's that? I exactly. hate physics. And is math is math a science? Yeah, yes, of it is. Right? Math is the science. What's yeah, the definition right? of science? What's that? What's the definition of science? Yeah, I don't know. People are going to love this on, I, on I, the internet. Yeah, really. This is this is like <laughs> the core of our podcast. Like what, in, in what the is least amount of words, what is science? Math. <laughs> you think that's it? Just yeah, math? Science is just math. Everything in say, science is math. Well, what about like <laughs> photosynthesis? Math. How? Math. <laughs> <laughs> what about Leads. evolution? Yeah, just go like math. what? What is? I would say it's a technical focus, and then you'd have to define what technical means. Like, like it's not the humanities. I would say smart stuff. <laughs> <laughs> here, let me get off of this. Let me, let me, let me, let me read you. this thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Cooking and eating should be enjoyable, but if you're busy, health conscious, or yeah, just don't should. know your way around the kitchen, it can be stressful. Ordering out is expensive and gets unhealthy fast. Cooking's a pain, too. Finding and coming up with recipes, shopping for ingredients, dealing with leftover produce that goes to waste. Forget it. You need Blue Apron to take the stress out of cooking. Here's how it works. For $9.99 per meal, they send the right ingredients in the exact right proportions with simple recipe instructions right to your door. Meals are 500 to 700 calories per serving, way too low for how delicious they are. Blue Apron includes step-by-step instructions with pictures. It's idiot-proof. They work around your schedule and your dietary preferences. Cooking takes about half an hour and shipping is always free. You'll make meals like Cuban sandwiches with sweet plantain and kale salad, <clears throat> Thai pumpkin curry with basmati rice, basmati rice, uh, and more delicious meals. You'll cook incredible meals. Be blown away by the quality and freshness. Blue Apron, fast, fresh, and affordable. End the stress of cooking right now. Go to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Get your first two meals free. Two meals free just for going to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Let's be honest. You're going to eat anyway. Get some free food. Go to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. You're going to eat anyway, you're gonna badass. Eat. <laughs> Could you... Use a mirror to look back in time. No. Thanks for asking. How would you do that? <laughs> so you, okay. Ga- oh, stop. Oh. No, no, no. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Gus, okay. what does Gavin mean? Can you use a mirror to look back in time? Can you use a mirror to look back in time? Man, this is a head scratcher. I normally I have I an this. idea. I think I got okay. this. I think I got this. Go, you, go ahead. Ben. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a total blank. So Gavin is going to somehow equate that if you look back behind you, Far enough, you're looking back fa- like farther than light can go. But you wouldn't be able and, to see that. Yeah, far. I get this, but there's something. It hits, he's, he's gonna ask something that has to do with the distance you can look behind yourself. <laughs> that you would look so far back that you'd see into the past. So that, the light is. Then, uh, you're right. So then what he's saying is like telescopes when they say they're looking out to the edge of space, right. like eight billion years into the past. And if you just did that with a mirror, right? And they use the mirrors because they're telescopes. All right. Here's what I was thinking. Okay, go ahead. Absolutely massive mirror, right? Right. Bung it. A light year away. <laughs> so it's a distance. And with a telescope, you look in the mirror, and you can somehow like zoom back into Earth in the same like magnification. Right. Say you're looking off the mirror 
and back onto where you are, you would see what that space looked like a year ago. No. Why not? Because the light, because right, the no, light, no, no. he's explaining. The light from the, like, let's say the event, like you sitting in your apartment going, what? That well, light from that event event would go all the way out. It would take a year to get to the mirror. Yeah. Then you looking at it would take a year to get back and hit your telescope. Right. So you have a year to see the mirror, but the light took a year to get to the mirror. So it's like the okay mirrors here. Light one year, one year. So you're looking back in time two years. One year, because it took you a it. You're looking at the light. What there was the a year ago. <laughs> But the light from the Earth was another year ago. That's two years. No, but no, it, no. It only takes one year to see the light. <laughs> but, I mean, you can see you're the going mirror already. Directions. You're going out and then coming back. Yeah. The, so, so like if I took a trip that was five hours and I went to Dallas and back, it took five hours to get there and five hours to get back. Is that a five-hour trip or is that a ten-hour trip? How long did it take you to get to Dallas? Five hours. There you go. What does that mean? No, because you're looking at a year ago on the mirror. But that mirror is seeing a year ago. But it takes a year for the light to get to you. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, no, you're right. No, no, you're no, right. No, right. He's yeah. absolutely right. He's absolutely right. So you're seeing, you're looking back in time. What? Because no, that would still be two years ago. No, no, no because it no, takes a year to get there. And that eats up one of the years. Yeah. And, and then, then it takes a year to get to you. Back. But you're not looking at a mirror with nothing in it for a year, and then a year later the mirror shows up with something. There's already light in the mirror that already got there before you even started looking. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm really curious. No, you're still looking at two years ago. This. Wouldn't you just see your you're telescope still at, in the You're still looking at two years right, ago. E- okay, say even you're looking at two years ago. Yes. You're looking back in time. And you're absolutely cool. right. You can go look back in time if you put a mirror out there for two years. There's all these situations where, oh, there was no camera on that. Or, like, we don't know what happened to JFK. Mirrors could solve all that. <laughs> Big mirrors and telescopes. Yeah. For the full kit, you would need both those things. Yeah. But it'd be a good way it's to like, retroactively... That's, that's is working on. Yeah, you could retroactively see something that you missed. You'd be like, oh, bung a, get a mirror up there. Put a mirror up there. Here, I mean, a mirror would always have to be there. Here but. is the problem. Here's the problem with this. I can't debunk this. <laughs> I, I actually can't. What you're saying makes sense to me. Because whenever you look in a mirror, it'll be a fraction of a fraction of a second, but you are always looking in the past. Yeah, a little bit. But you can't physically see that it's even, far. It's like Mitch Hedberg said, every picture of you is a picture when you were younger. <laughs> yeah. There's no such thing. But even I'm looking at you in the past right now. Like Any light that isn't directly in my eye is the past. Nah, that's just like latency. Like That's like lag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we just can't sense that amount of time. Ooh, you know what happened this week for me? Not to get off. You, I don't want to get I'm off. Done. If you ever want to revisit this conversation, we can just look at We're a mirror face and we can come back to it at any point you want to. So Google Fiber, we've talked about this before. They announced in Austin they were going to be putting fiber They in didn't the do it though, did they? They'll, they haven't done it. But it's what's still hap- 2014. What's happened <laughs> in the meantime happening. is that every other service provider in Austin has gone, oh shit, we're, everyone's going to switch to Google Fiber, so we better like step up our game. So I just got installed in my house. The AT and T that oh, that service that you had, they yeah. finally put it in my neighborhood. The three hundred megabit. A it's like, it's no, gigabit. Now. It's a gigabit. It's already a gigabit. Yeah. So yeah. what? Go- what Google doing with the fiber stuff then? I think they're building their own network. It's AT and T. They already had a network in place. Well, know? they already had fiber. They decided to do like the last little bit. Fair play. The last mile. Did yeah. you say my area was getting it too soon? Uh, yeah. it so now the Google blog has a a map of Austin showing all the places where they're going to be doing installations. For reference, we put up a podcast play. Gus, we recorded one when you were out of town. Mm-hmm. We did Contagion Part 2. 
We just now, right before this podcast, I was late because we were trying to wrap up Contagion Part Three. So yeah. bad. <laughs> Barbara shaking her head. So bad. That was a really. This was a lousy run. I just, I just terribly this time. We might not put this one. I'm out. ashamed of myself. No, we put it out. It was. We put it out because of what you did. <laughs> we can just do a highlight just for that moment. <laughs> Listen, I've been every time we play this game, you killed me the first time, and then you killed me the second time. No, I damaged you severely, but I didn't kill you. Nine, you took ninety-eight percent of my health. Anyway, guess who so hasn't killed you? Internet. So I had to upload that. I uploaded that uh, file uh-huh. on Sunday. It was a four gig file because it was a nineteen twenty by ten eighty mm-hmm. file that was like almost an hour, mm-hmm. and uh, it's four gigs. It uploaded in 10 minutes to YouTube. Wow. It's from your house. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's the future. That was pretty badass. Four gigs uploaded in 10 minutes. In fact, it took way longer to process the video by YouTube than it took me to upload it. Way That's awesome. longer. That's yeah. awesome. That's the future, man. That's pretty cool. I can't, I can't wait for that. And I, I honestly, I've, I feel like I've never had good internet. Two things. I've never had good internet, and I don't understand how people's fucking utility bills are under $200. And everybody's <laughs> like, I ask people, it's like when I was in college, what's your utility bill? Like 40 bucks. I'm like, I pay 190 bucks an apartment. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that. How do, like, what is your utility bill every month? Um, well, my old place was a lot lower. My new place, it's like uh, $220, $230. I, my I electricity was... bill is like $250 a lot. Yeah. What are you guys yeah. doing? Well, this is for everything. That's like, you know, electricity, water, trash You pay $230 for all that. Yeah. You're, I, I hate it. You're killing me. Well, it's, it's efficiency, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's all energy efficiency. I'm doing something completely wrong. Yeah. Something completely wrong. Because now I have a car that's all electric. Have you done solar yet? I plug it up. No, that's that was the dumbest thing ever. I looked into it and it was like, it was weird because what solar is in Austin is like, I thought I'm going to put up solar panels and then I could like cut the cable going to the grid and then I'd be like (laughs) on my own. Nobody could fuck with me kind of a thing. That's not at all the case. Well, can't you do that though? Like have an additional line that just connects to your house. I guess you could if you had solar enough panels. solar panels, but you would need a lot of solar panels, I think, to do that. Like, all the solar panels taking up all the square footage that was available and, like, efficient enough, like, angles to the sun and all that, on my roof, I could make up about 33% of my electricity bill. So do, just do two-thirds less stuff. But it's a big investment. <laughs> so. Get out of here. Yeah, it was like nine grand yeah. to do that. And I'm just like, I'm not going to pay. And, I like, they gave me a chart of how long it would take me to pay it back. It was like 13 years or something like that. You would not have the house for 13 years? Exactly right. Yeah, you never know. You would not have it, and then most people don't care when they go to buy it. They might care in a couple of years when, you know, electricity's through the roof. or fossil fuels. After Ebola's run rampant <laughs> and the world's in, in shambles. I bought my rations again. I shouldn't say that publicly because I don't want people to come to my house. You bought... Occasionally, you're a fucking lunatic. I can't like zombie off stuff. the rail. Get out of here. You, you didn't do that, that seriously. fucking stupid. What I don't you want know? you judging me. I just want to tell my story. How about that? Yeah, I bought rations. I bought marine rations. They have a five-year shelf life. And I bought like 14 days, 21 days worth of food for everybody in my house, four people. So if like you have to like shut the door for 21 days, you can do it. I know where you live. Yeah, I see that's a problem. I should have said that now. Because then people know that they have rations. Well, now you got the guns too, right? (laughs) (laughs) So what kind of... Tiger pit. What kind of food is it in there? It's like a bar. You know, one night, it's going to be like midnight. You'd be like, man, I'm really hungry. Right, let's go, I'll go check it out. It's <laughs> like, oh, this one's no good. It's oh, like this pressed. One you know, like an IKEA desk? <laughs> you know, like when you peel back the, the ear, and it's that mushed, like compressed yeah. wood chips? It's kind of like that, but like. But stuff. tasty? No, no. It's like lemon, coconut oil. Flavor. So is that just something that happens? If you crush stuff enough, does it stop rotting? No, I don't know. I think it's like, it's like super vacuum packed, too. Oh, is this it? 
That looks disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what it looks like. That looks like flesh. <laughs> looks like bricks. It's like Lambus bread. So we're showing a picture. We're, we're showing a picture up on the screen. We'll put in the link up. But it's just like these wafers, and each one of those wafers is like eighteen hundred calories. Oh my god! It's like Lambus bread. I'm gonna walk to a fucking mountain. <laughs> So is that like a whole day's worth? One bar is whole day's worth of calories? Pretty much, yeah. Jesus. And you just like snap pieces what of it off and eat it. What would you shit out? That? <laughs> it looks just like that except brown. <laughs> oh. Your butthole turns into a, into a squint. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, they actually, they actually design MREs to where they produce like less waste. Like they're designed to make you go to the bathroom less. If you ate, We should have Josh Flanagan or, or Jeff come and talk about it. But if you had like an MRE meals every day... You would poop only like once every three days or something like that. Eating a normal, well, sustainable. My diet, well, my diet here is very different to my English diet. But Airplane I, food too. I dump way more here than I used to. I see it maybe twice a week for a dump. Hey, speaking of which, going back to Blue Apron thing, I, I have it on my screen here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from dump. They don't deliver MREs. I gotta do this. Food. I I can't cook chicken. I I just can't do it. Everybody in the world cooks better chicken than me. Is and it I, too dry when you do it? Yeah, it's just fucked up. It's either like. Pink? Deadly or just like a dry rubbery puck when I'm done with it. I don't know what it is. What if you cook it on the barbecue? I've tried it. I'm good at cooking steaks. I'm good at cooking just about everything else. I'm really proud you of that. You're not good at steak. Fucking chicken? Nope. Nothing doing. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that with that. When does Game of Thrones come back? I didn't mean to interrupt. They haven't announced it probably not till like March or April. Damn it. They're fucked. Game of Thrones is fucked. Why? They Have you read all the books? Nope. I have. Let me tell you who dies after the podcast. <laughs> they are like, uh, I don't think this is a spoiler. I don't think it is. I don't, it's not. If you've seen the show, and even even if you haven't, what I'm about to say is not a spoiler. The one character, Bran, people are so fucking sensitive about that guy. You know that. Bran, that character, mm-hmm. they have covered every bit of his material from the books. A hundred percent. Like, there is literally nothing they can do with Bran at this point. Unless they make it up. Unless they make it up. Yeah, I've seen stories uh, on the internet written, like on Entertainment Weekly and websites like that, saying that, you know, Hodor and Bran have the season off. That they just don't have to show up to filming. I've heard about other stuff they might do. That they might use... Hodor too. I guess he's, he's with, with Bran. Bran yeah. Damn. No, that, I mean, that's a spoiler. Shush. What are you doing? So, do, and look, so book release dates. I mean, um, you saying that there's nothing else for Bran is kind of a spoiler. It's not. I was just saying that there's more stuff to come. Oh, I guess it is because that implies that Bran's around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> Anybody who dies is just as much of a spoiler as people who don't die. It is true. Everything's a spoiler. Everything's a spoiler. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Since I met So met I'm trying to look up the Game of Thrones books. The first one was published... It's like 96, I want to say? 96. It's almost <clears throat> frightening how far apart they started to come towards the end. Yeah, it was like... It was fine. Go. There was a fairly frequent release schedule. First, and then I got just... it right here. First book, 1996. Second book, 1998. Third book, 2000. Nice. We, see, we see a trend. Little here. pattern, yeah. Fourth book, two thousand five. Five years for that one. Okay, a little longer. Next one, two thousand eleven. That's six years. So now, on that pace, we will not see a new Game of Thrones book until two thousand and eighteen. He's, he's not going to. He's not going to be alive. <laughs> Probably. You're not going to be alive. No, I. You know, but I don't like when people say that. And I think George R. R. Martin's getting sick of it too. Like he called out people to say he's not going to be alive. He's like, fuck off. Well, write faster. <laughs> Everybody wants him to write faster. Just write the. Is you know, he sick or just old? He's old and he's heavy. Okay. There's a, this is saying there's a lot of old dudes and there's a lot of fat dudes, but there's not a lot of old, old fat dudes. dudes. Yeah. Sure. And that's pretty true. But, you know, I mean, I actually don't even know how old George R. R. Martin is. The he's fun. been writing for fucking ever. Like, yeah, um, 18 years. Do you remember that Bioshock Japanese uh, yeah. magazine we found? I, I don't know if we ever talked about it in the podcast. I think Maybe we, we talked did. about the patch. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a magazine we found. It was a Japanese sci- sci-fi mag. 
and it's like from 1978 or something like that. These are awesome things back then when they would have like concept art for like just random sci-fi stories like Starlog and stuff like that. And uh, the cover of it looks like it was 1970s concept art for Bioshock. It's like a dude in a diving suit holding the hand of a little girl in a oh, dress. Yeah. And it looks just like that. George R.R. R. Martin had a story in that magazine. No way. Yeah, somebody told me later. Like George R.R. R. Martin had like a little novella in that. Or like, you know, they used to publish like small articles for little sci-fi what stories. What year did you say it was from? I think like 78, I want to say. Holy crap. That's one of those things where it's, yeah, right. look, you can see it's not just like inspiration. Oh, that's, that's the exact same thing. Yeah, so we have a picture up on the video screen here, but we'll put it in the link dump Minus of the, big the audio drill. podcast. But yeah, we have a side, <laughs> side by side of the, the Japanese magazine and uh, I guess that's Bioshock 2. That right? looks like 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like 2. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I think somebody sent that to Ken Levine. And he's like, no, I don't know. <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. I mean, that's well, what stuff gets filtered through enough people. You don't know where the original well, thing also, is. Also, you come up with an idea. Someone probably had the idea at some point in the past. Yeah, I'm annoyed that uh, in our first Destiny video, I called the ghost Dinklebot. And the whole world calls that Dinklebot now. But <laughs> I don't think I came up with Dinklebot. But I came up with Dinklebot. Where'd you you came up with it on your own. Yeah, I was just like, we should call this thing Dinklebot. Dinklebot. Is that what people call it? Or people call it Dinklagebot. I've heard Dinklebot. Dinkbot. I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard it sometimes. Dinkleman. Yeah. Can I sum up every review of Destiny that I've heard? Do it. Like, summer, summarize them all at one point. I know this is more of a patch discussion, but I don't give a shit. Fuck it. Um, the summary of all the Destiny reviews that I've heard is <clears throat> this game that I'm playing nonstop every waking moment of my life has some flaws, and I find that unacceptable. Like, everyone is complaining about flaws in this game, but everyone is fucking playing it yeah, nonstop. Summer, yeah. I've yeah. heard a couple of reviews like that. It's like, yeah, you know, it's got all these flaws, but you know what? I can't stop playing. Yeah. The f- this flaw in this game is is a deal breaker for me, and it was a deal breaker all eight hours I played it yesterday. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, this game is like a magnet for bitching, but people are playing it not fucking stop. Well, I think that's to do with the hype that it came with. You've got to expect high hype, high criticism. Yeah, Doesn't I think uh, I am looking forward to uh, Shadow of Mordor coming out this week. I feel like I've been, this on my calendar, this has been my Dude, I'm so my, stoked my for break it. for Destiny. I knew I was going to play Destiny nonstop for three weeks. going to put it aside for a little bit. going to play some Shadow of Mordor. Then I'm going to get back into Destiny. Well, you might, you, here, here might be your roadblock to the coming back is that after Shadow of Mordor comes out, pretty soon after that, the Master Chief Collection is coming out. I'll deal with that when I get there. <laughs> I, I yes. got some time. Did you beat the raid? Uh, no, I haven't yet. I just hit 26, so I'm just at the point where I think I can do the raid. You're going to take you... another two-week vacation? I should. Absolutely will not do the raid at level 26. Yeah, well, I'll get, I'll get carried through, hopefully, a few times, get some gear, and then uh, go on from there. Oh, I've got... I've got I, if I just get some more fucking Ascendant material, yeah. I'll well, be keep, 28 keep doing pretty the fast. and all that stuff. Fuck the... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> fucking sick fuck of it. It's fuck. so hard to get Ascendant materials, and they nerfed... Queen's Wrath yeah, legendaries, they so they don't fucking give you ascended materials. But they were easy. You'd get like five pieces of legendary armor a day, and you get two to three ascendants. Uh, I know similar. it was fucking sweet. You can now see I'm why they loved it, right? Again. Everyone jumped from level twenty six to twenty eight. Well, everyone, God except yeah. for you, except for me. I'm still fucking twenty six. I didn't. Oh wait, I don't have destiny. Whoops. Yeah, George R. R. Martin was born in nineteen forty eight. Just to circle back around. So in seventy eight, he would have been thirty already. So he's sixty six. You nailed it. Good call. That's not that old. September 20th. Happy birthday yeah, to George R. R. Martin, which just passed. It takes seven years for every book. Yeah. You know, it's like then it, you get to a, a high number pretty quickly. That's true. Also, the Game of Thrones series, The Song of Fire and Ice. Uh, ice, and it, fire. Uh, ice and Fire. Ice and Fire, thank you. It, <laughs> I knew I was going to get it wrong. I said it so slowly and I still got it wrong. Uh, it's right in front of me on the screen. Um, 
that is meant to be seven books, and now he's saying, well, then, like, it could be eight or nine books now, so... It could just drag way the fuck I don't out. know why he even bothers talking about it. <laughs> it's true. He should just be like, what do you want? I might be writing. Yeah. <laughs> we won't. Everyone's so demanding of him. It's like... It, everyone is demanding of him. I think it's getting get down lost. a little bit. Yeah. It, it, I think anything, it's something that's super popular like that, and like especially the audience that likes that kind of stuff, they take ownership and they just beat people to death. We just saw Notch sold his company to micro, uh, Microsoft mm-hmm. and then is gone. Like he doesn't. He's not going to develop games anymore. Well, he said he might continue money? to do a little process. He said he didn't want to do anything that would become commercially successful. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, he so, just wants to make games that so he thinks are fun. So he's saying he's too successful for his own good. Right? He doesn't like, want he, to be. I think what he, he says, wants to make he bad never games. intended for Minecraft to be successful. That He just wanted to make it because it was fun for him to make. And he wants to go back to that. He doesn't care necessarily if something's going to be popular mm. as long as he has fun making it. But I feel like people are going to be watching it. It's him. also a lot easier to say that when you get a fucking $2.5 billion check. Oh, my God. You know, it's funny because uh, this seems like a relatively new thing with, like, you know, even PewDiePie, like, turned off comments. I hate that strategy, by the way. Stupid. What, I, turning off comments? Yeah, I really hate that. Why? Because it's like, it's like you know, I, it's a weird thing to me because it's almost like saying I'm okay with entertaining these people, but I'm not okay with interacting them. That's right. a weird thing you, you to me. You turn it into a one-way conversation. Yeah, it's just making it like TV. There's no comments on right, TV. This is the internet. This isn't fucking TV. Right. I agree with Gus. He's not going to build a community that way. And granted, you might not build a community on YouTube, but it's like get in there and like moderate. Spend some effort. And I, I, I know PewDiePie probably gets tens of thousands of comments for every video he puts up and there'll Maybe be a whole lot of, of moderation yeah. but you know you know put some put some effort a little bit it. of time no, no, i'd rather him focus on the videos than pissing about in the comments i totally get that but you know is from what everything i'm hearing for you know the amount of revenue that he's generating he could also hire yeah, somebody what, guess was, what hire a community person what was his reason for turning off comments the bros it was too much spam and not there yeah, yeah. he the, said it was all spam well when every youtube account by default is subscribed to your channel of course your audience isn't going to be there. You mean it's a recommended channel? No, it's, you'll subscribe to it. When you make a Google account... I'm going to make a Google account right now. It You're going to tell me I'm going to be all subscribed default, to PewDiePie. You've got Smosh, you've got PewDiePie. They're all, they're all checked already, and you have to unsubscribe from them really? to continue if you want to be unsubscribed. How do we get that deal? I know. <laughs> Why do you think he has 30 million subs? There's not that many fans. Bros. Not that many bros. <laughs> not that many bros. Yeah, I feel like... I don't even comment on YouTube videos, but I feel like I'm less likely to want to watch something oh. if I can't comment on it. Oh, man. What? I, the, the guys who, oh, uh, who did the, uh, the, the Japanese group who did the, uh, the hamburger chain combo. videos, most popular combo, most popular. they uh, released a new series recently where they had to ride a rail line in Tokyo from the beginning of the rail line to the end of the rail line, but at every stop they had to pick a card and it would determine whether they had to walk, crawl, Ride a tricycle, hitchhike, or take the train to the next stop. They might crawl? have to crawl to a stop. Army crawl, <laughs> like yeah, when yeah. They get elbows down, that? that kind of thing. Yeah, and so they, they it, so then the, the whole video series is them going on the whole rail line from beginning to end. So is like each station a different episode? Yeah. Do they ever wow. crawl? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. And, uh, and sometimes it's like you know how far is this train station? Oh you know a mile. All right. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's it's really great. And uh, they just teased that starting this Friday they're gonna do they're gonna in honor of the one year anniversary of the hamburger videos they're gonna visit ten sushi chains in Tokyo and they have to do the same thing about with sushi instead of the most popular yours. combo at a sushi place. But yeah. they speak Japanese. Yeah. So that's not a bit of a cop out. Quite as funny. They're still eating a lot of food. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I brought back wasabi Kit Kats from Japan. Uh, they, I, I, they, they got like all used up next door. Sorry. So I'll bring some more in for next tomorrow. Next door? 
No, at the the administrative. I was in the administrative building today, and Chris Who Martin over there would use it. Chris Martin and Megan. Who? What? Yeah, they ate my wasabi. Kit Since cats. when are they your friends? They were just. It's proximity based for me. It's just like oh here, look <sighs> at this. Room. But your office is here. I was over there. I'm telling your you, your friends I was over are there. here. The important people are here. <laughs> I have seen guy. I thought Gus was dead by this point. Yeah. Four weeks, man. So we saw I. each other on the other side of the parking lot. Bernie waved and I flipped him off. He did. <laughs> I knew. I knew we were his return to normalcy. I saw you in the parking lot the other day. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, we were coming back from lunch and Gavin had a fucking sandwich with him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I don't know why he did it, but he like pretended like it was his dick and started like air thrusting with it. I what a professional company. What do you, mean? you don't know why he did it. It, it was Gavin. flying out of his hands. Well, I was yes. The sandwich opened up in midair <laughs> yes. and landed fucking face well, down the in the gravel. And, this, and it shot out because I gave it a little bit too much um. It, the tin foil bit flew out and I went to grab it it's and like, I oh. opened the tin foil and the sandwich just flew out into pieces. <laughs> It went so bad. I started better. laughing like a fucking hyena <laughs> in the Gavin parking lot. Was Gavin sitting there just miserable, like? Uh, no, oh. he, he tried to pick it up. It was like taking gravel out of his yeah, sandwich. Oh, in my tuna. Yeah. Why did, did you, you do it with like the open side instead of just like? I turning? didn't really think no. like long and hard. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no I didn't really think you could have left it there. Well, I like that Barb's analyzing the technique. <laughs> like she already has suggestions I, on yeah, how to improve. Yeah, I mean, I've done the uh, the air. Thrust many a time. Air thrust with a sandwich? Yeah. I could vouch for that. Or any other long object that I could find. Are you stealing Barbara's moves? See, this is what happens when you don't practice. Hey, we Where have bathrooms, by the way. Yeah, we... they suck. Oh, what's wrong with them? They're just not as private as the other ones. Yeah, they're not as private. Yeah. No, the other one was a room. You could just do whatever in there. No, not whatever. Just regular bathroom no, stuff. You could, yeah. you could watch a video on your phone. Now, yeah. if, if I'm watching a video, like... You mean while you're pooping? Yeah. And someone comes in, I'm always like, oh, pause it, I guess. Yeah, I, I walked into the uh, the bathrooms. Uh, so before ours were done, I walked into the other ones, you know, that we had been using temporarily. Yeah. And I was standing at the urinal using it. Someone walked in behind me, went into the stall. They sat down on the stall, and I heard, like, a PSP turning on. Like, a, like, the, <laughs> the, like the startup noise. And then I heard, oh, sh-, like, the volume getting turned down very quickly. <laughs> well, I'm not on the mic. Also, the lights go off. Oh, because they're like motion sensor lights when you come in? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. I had to wipe in the dark. Oh, no. That's when I think you just... there's an option to actually turn it on. What? Like on the little button? No, I think yeah. it has to turn it off. And then if you turn it on, it's still motion. It's still really? on a timer. Yeah. I was thinking about no, unhooking good. one of the bog rolls and just lobbing it over. Would that work? Yeah. Oh, it's motion. It's motion. It? Hmm. Okay. Well, we got away from the topic, but I was going to say like uh, the Angry Birds guy. Was another example of a guy who like bolted. Oh 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 oh, Flappy Bird. Flappy Bird. Why is it Angry Birds? Yeah, Angry Flappy Bird. Thank you. Um, that guy bolted and like was like, I don't want to go back to gaming. Like he couldn't handle his success. And I was reading an article about all that stuff, and I thought, you know, in the context of Notch and Flappy Bird and PewDiePie, like this is the year of like fervor where people are like backing away from their audiences. And uh, the article quoted something I had never heard before, which was it was an uh, it was a quote from an article that George Lucas did about the same time. That he sold Lucasfilm to Disney, and he was just like, "Yeah, I really liked, uh, I really liked doing all this stuff." And uh, it was up until the internet, and the internet just turned me into a jerk, and I was suddenly a jerk, and everybody hated me, and so that was it. Totally I never heard that. I never heard that analysis from George Lucas. Well, like it made him react, and he was a jerk. No, or like all of a sudden he, he got like blasted by people right. who were just like, "Episode one sucks. This guy's shitty. He shouldn't be directing." So it wasn't that the internet came along. I'll tell you right now, it's that episode one came along. Oh, dig. Oh. No, no one that. talked episode about... Episode 1 predated the... Well, I mean, it predated No one the talked internet. shit about how shitty Star Wars was until Episode 1 came that out. That is not true. That is not true. People talk shit about how shitty Return of the Jedi People was. People talk shit about Ewoks. Ewoks and how stupid that is, but no one hated it. No one had that same fervor. I, a lot well, of people didn't like the Ewoks. But it's because you don't hate something until 
everyone around you also dislikes it. Yeah, yeah. That's so why you have an actual... to hate. Also, this sucks. I don't think what 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 think what's being said there, Gus, is that George Lucas never got exposed to that stuff. Mm. Like people who didn't, even people who didn't really like Episode One, probably heard a little bit about it. But it still was like a record breaker, sold shitloads of tickets, and then suddenly, like five years later, as internet forums are getting huge, like in the early two thousands, suddenly then it's like he shouldn't be directing these things. He's awful. He's terrible. Like people are editing his movie and posting it online and doing a better job. And yeah, and people telling you know outright telling him that somebody else is doing a better job of editing his own movie. Anyway, but I was weird to read that analysis. I ne- I never remembered Lucas saying anything like that. Hmm. Hmm. And it's true. I said if you looked back historically, if you look back. You would assume Star Wars is one of the most hated franchise ever made. And it's one of the most beloved. But the way people talk about it online, they talk about it like so negatively. It might also be one of the most hated. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. That's what happens when it's one of the most viewed franchise. Mm-hmm. People are going apeshit for this new Star Wars movie, though. Did you just fucking teasing and milking it? Yeah, he really is milking it. Yeah. He better pace himself. Yeah. Really better pace that himself. That comes out next December? December mm-hmm. 2015? Yeah, next year, I think. But they're filming it now. Aren't they doing that charity that goes along with it, too? I forget what it's called. No, it's Christmas. Because they pushed the Warcraft movie because of it. That's what I said. December 2015? Well, I meant Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is still in December, right? <laughs> I mean, that didn't change while you were in Singapore? All right, we don't need to get... I mean, no, thanks. Star Wars What if you look at a mirror at last Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> fucking trying to correct me. <laughs> All right, don't get so mad. You've been back for fucking one day, and you're getting mad a already. Week? You've been back for a day. That's true. But like Gavin, it's like, it all, all that matters is Are we is looking I'm at here. this in a giant mirror? So That's we, a week away. Were we not on a podcast together since before I went to England? Yeah, since before PAX. Nuts. That Are you excited about Interstellar wrong. coming out? I am. I am too. I'm really, really excited about what? It's supposed to be really fucking long, dude. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Are you? Even better, yeah. What, who's, who's the Barbara's staring me down like she has no idea. It's a movie, right? Thousand yards here. It's like a Matthew McConaughey movie. Uh, it's one of the Christopher Nolan movies. He's the guy who did like all the Dark Knight movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, and no, Inception. I, they had a trailer for that recently. Inception's a good right? movie. Yeah, you know it's a good movie that got that got completely missed by me at least, um, and I think by most people based on its box office was the movie Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise movie. Well, I've been they, meaning to watch that. They on changed demand. the name of it. Didn't it they? did so poorly in theaters that they changed the name to release it for, the for home release, video. Well, yeah. they didn't change the name that's just like they use the movie poster and it's got like three like, words on it and at the very bottom it says edge of tomorrow really small edge of tomorrow is like the subtitle yes yeah, it's like it live it die repeat? repeat live yeah. die repeat is the name of the movie now and, and edge of tomorrow edge of tomorrow yeah. i think that was brilliant to be honest the movie yeah no no not the movie the, the title <laughs> change i didn't see the movie yeah I, uh, they had the first the other day they had the first 10 minutes free on xbox video Oh, was uh, good. Yeah, and I watched the first two minutes. Like, I really want to watch that, but I couldn't rent it, and I didn't want to buy it. I was like, I'll wait till I can rent it. So I'm, I bought it. I'm waiting till I rent it. I bought it on the plane. I fucking loaded up. Data in Singapore is tough. Did you run out of movies? Uh, no, but I turned some of them off that were just awful. Here's the problem with traveling internationally. They do, <laughs> they do a really cool thing where they put a bunch of movies on the plane, mm-hmm. but you never travel internationally one way. So you yep. fly somewhere, and then a week later you fly back, it's all the same yep. movie. That's why you, you prioritize. You're like, I'll get that one on the way back. There's no need to watch that now. I still no, haven't learned one, that lesson yet. One time, the first time... Kevin, I was in the air 40 hours. The first <laughs> you time... every single movie. I flew... I made a movie. <laughs> the first time I flew to Australia, the movies weren't on demand. Like, it was so long ago that they would just show you the movies on a loop. And there was one channel... Technology still exists. Just that, that's why online wars today. Damn, terrible. Yeah. So I remember at one point, Middle of the night, I'm over the Pacific, flying down, middle of nowhere, flying to Australia, 
and that movie with Jack Black comes on and Ben Stiller, Envy. Envy, yeah. The movie was so bad. I turned it off and I sat there in a middle seat in the dark, <laughs> staring at nothing because that was better than watching Envy. Wow. I did. Yeah. I did a. It was a movie. Stirring review. They invent a product called Vaporizer. It's like a little squirt bottle, and you squirt it on dog poo, and it goes away. That's what the movie was about. That was That's the movie. movie. This right. entire That's the movie. premise. Jack Black, you said? Jack Black and Ben Stiller. I and he gets really rich from making it, and Ben Stiller is not rich, and he gets mad at his friend for the stupid invention that makes him rich. And that's why it's called Envy. I wonder if anyone sitting in the dark in a middle seat on an airplane <laughs> is better than watching that movie. They should put that on the fucking Yeah, I think you should poster. go onto iTunes and give that review to the movie. <laughs> Do you think anyone has ever boarded a plane, similar flight yes. to you? No. Like, say, 14-hour flight, and thought, I want to write, cast shoot a movie on this flight like but you cast it with the passengers yeah you come up with a story and it's like all right he'll be good for this role and you just start like asking people if they want to be in the movie and then you pull your camera out and you shoot the movie that'd be an interesting like what would that movie be about you should do that on your next long flight uh, yeah. could, could you make a movie like that that wasn't about being on a plane you can make it about a love story or something and primary you object- can edit the whole thing on a laptop and you, and you could type the credits as you're landing and it'll be done you and just- if you have wi-fi you could upload it you can <laughs> literally like, like <laughs> distribute a movie on a plane <laughs> first email everyone produced. the link to watch yeah. it when they get, when just, they get it'd home be like this is the newest movie of all the movies what if you could publish it and then like uh, sign a deal with american airlines and then they put it on the movie <laughs> people are watching it by the end like by the like, time the plane takes off it's yeah. playing on everyone's How do you get oh, everyone movie script? i'm out. <laughs> the movie i shot ipads I said that like what ten hours I ago. I guess if you have Wi-Fi, yeah, yeah. you could. Send you it should try that next time on a plane. Make a no. You should try that. That All sounds right. like a great idea for you. Here, let me tell you the number I'm one objective. To talk to strangers. I so have on any plane, okay. and that is to not talk to anybody. That yeah. is my number one objective. I don't want to meet anybody new on a plane. Did I got you ever have n- someone real chatting next to you? I got enough relationships in my life. Yeah, the first time I went to Scotland was it? Fr- I think it was France. I was going to France because by myself. Scotland. Oh. I was with Jeff and and Joel. So um, when you came on yourself. Yeah, let's bring that fucking story up every time. Every time. time. <laughs> every time. Uh, but I was I was sitting next to a guy, and he was going to the Czech Republic. And he had uh, gone to the U.S. for uh, some kind of therapy for throat cancer. And he had just gotten really back. You really concerned it right was now. Ho- Barbara, it was horrible. Let me tell you something. First of all, the dude wanted to talk to me, and I was asleep. He poked me to wake me up to talk to me. That's like, a no-no. <laughs> that is. That's an absolute no-no. Somebody did that to Gavin once on a plane to sign a birthday yeah, card. Yeah, I remember that. I poked awake and she said, sign this piece of paper for my daughter. It's her birthday. And then I the, was livid. Then the guy had an accent. He had a Czech accent. And he had just gone through some kind of very intense therapy for, for throat cancer. Did he have and a voice the, box? No. But he would Hello. like, he would like, <laughs> and I'm clutching my chest, like upper chest, like right below my neck. He would clutch it. And when he'd talk to me, he'd be like, where are you, where are you going? And he'd make a grimace because it obviously hurt him very much. And I was like, uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to Paris. Dude, I have to go to this Senator Pompidou to do this like, presentation on machinima. He goes, what is that? I go, I'm sorry, what? He goes, what is that? I'm like, <laughs> I was like, dude, we don't have to talk. It's like, this is not necessary. He, looked, he was in misery talking to me. Uh, and what's it was your favorite color? And he just wouldn't stop talking to me. And it, it was paining him so bad. And I was just like, and then I felt responsible for it. And I was like, I just, I'm just going to go. <laughs> it was horrible. It was horrible. I bet you look like the asshole to everyone else. Just, I know. I was never just like, dude. They're just like, that guy just keeps trying to make conversation with that guy who has a neck problem. What's wrong with yeah, that? I know. You should have given him a pen and paper. I mean, I, he just had wrist cancer let me as tell you, well. he, he talks so much to me. The reason I know all that stuff about that he had been in the states and the, the throat cancer and everything like that because he told me all of that he probably it's just wanted to tell someone that i you know i get it i totally get it and i was just like oh man it was just like it was it was murder murder 
Uh, here, let me read this thing. Classic story. Classic Rooster Teeth story is here's a guy who went through throat cancer and therapy, and I'm the one with the problem because <laughs> I had to talk to the guy. It's kind of like a Seinfeld episode. What's that? It's kind of like All a of our stories episode. are like that. It's like Jack was like, hey, man. I was like, how was your plane trip? It was shitty. We got delayed because a guy died. <laughs> Remember that's like, yeah. dude, somebody died, and you're like worried that you got delayed by an. He's got a point. Someone dying a thousand miles away from him is the exact same as someone dying like four rows ahead of him. It doesn't interact with his life except for the inconvenience part. I didn't know him. That's very true. No, yeah. I, I am. No, I, I am interested in your ideas, Gavin. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. So no, you're I, saying I mean, empathy I, is distance based? No, I'm saying it's no, shit. It, 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 the guy was nobody to him. Yeah, what does it, it matter? Shit. People die all the time. He's a human if someone, being. everyone is everyone, like everyone, someone it's died sad now. When everybody someone dies. died now. And what, then if, now. what if we're sitting here? Anyone. Someone just dies in a car crash outside the studio. That's sad. That's a is sad it? thing. It's yes. sad, but it doesn't affect your life at all. Apart from if you couldn't get your car out tonight. Well, yeah, and if I couldn't get my car out because there was a person smashed up and dead on God, the driveway. God, why did you die right here? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hurry it up. Oh. That's the attitude. Yeah, oh, I like this. Oh, God, you guys, you guys are the worst. <laughs> here, let me do an ad read. <laughs> it is shitty, but... Oh, and I wonder when this episode of the podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy. GoDaddy, GoDaddy is releasing hundreds of new domains to tell people uh, who you are and what you do, including .guru, .club, .photography, and .menu. There are options for just about everything, and your chances of getting the name you want are now better than ever. Register to the domain that helps people find you online before someone beats you to it. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code ROOSTER30 to save 30% on your order. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Some of the new domains are .ninja, .codes, .training, .menu, .today. There's a bunch of them. In fact, I registered a new domain today because I wanted to have a talking point related to this. I saw one of the new domain extensions was .ninja, so I registered insaneclownposse.ninja. Well, so, uh, is there a better URL than that? You're looking at the proud owner <laughs> oh of insaneclownposse.ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it together right before we came on the air. No way! No way! <laughs> I'd love to see the graph. And, and I used, I used uh, Rooster30 as my promo code, and I saved 30% on my order. Wow. I bet they're proud that they are the cause of that website. I, I tried to get icp.ninja. Somebody already had it. I had to settle for insane crown posse. So this dot menu as well. Dot menu. Somebody just tweeted that photo. Uh, but yeah, tons of tons of new domains. If you ever have a, an idea, just buy a domain. Hmm. Like we, is we, that we dot gus. There is not yet. You should put we that should, on we the. We try to get one. Like website. I forgot, we were doing some uh, some commentary stuff earlier, and like they came to get me, like, hey, we're ready to do that commentary. He's like, oh shit, sorry, I forgot. Hold on, I'm buying a stupid domain. <laughs> like I was like finishing up my purchase really quickly. Add to the giant collection of domains. You even you told are. me this morning, you're like, I have actual work to do today. <laughs> I guess this oh, people is like PewDiePie turned on Twitter. Uh, people who are watching the live stream are telling me uh, Bobby Zombie, no Bob Zombie 3K on Twitter just told me. That PewDiePie looks like has turned his comments back on. He, there's some that are on because it was like a live video. Yeah. And I don't know that he disabled the comments for those. How is that news, by the way, that someone turns off their comments? Uh, it's If the number one person on YouTube does something, I think that is relevant. It's 2014. That's why. Literally, the did number one... Did you sign one, up for a new YouTube account? No, no, somebody did and said you're full of shit. Uh, Nizglem. I'm probably saying something dirty in another language there. N-I-Z-G-L-E-M. Nizglem on Twitter said, uh, Gavin Free is wrong. There are no default subs. Bernie is right. But he has a new, and he's showing a screenshot. Such bullshit. He's showing a screenshot of a new account. And he has no subscriptions. But on the right side, it has a bunch of recommended channels. PewDiePie's at the top. We're actually number six recommended. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, either that person did it wrong 
or they've changed it. Do you think we're recommended because they have the browser history of watching our stuff on YouTube? Uh, maybe so. I mean, YouTube does have what, very advanced algorithms. What is that sticker on your laptop? People on Twitter are complaining about it. Oh, that is a... Uh, so I went to the Singapore meetup. You can't see it. I went to the Singapore meetup and somebody there, uh, I believe her name was Joy, uh, gave me a very nice letter what from herself for? and one from her sister. And what was stealing my envelope closed from her was a tiny little orange cat sticker that looked like Joe the Cat, I see. thought. That's what that is. It's just a little tiny oh! Joe the Cat. Looks like an acorn from here. Yeah. Is he in a hat or something? I think he's like sitting in a bag. Does that make sense? <laughs> so if I it thought it was fits, cute. So I did it. I the Singapore meetup was great. I had to do two of them because there's exams going on right now in Singapore. So I did one <laughs> uh, in the night at the lobby for the hotel that I was in, which was kind of risky. Um, bringing a bunch of people to my hotel. Uh-huh. And they even said, can we see your hotel room? And I was like, no. They like, said that? Yeah. And there was, a, there was two dudes who were pretty adamant that they really wanted to see what my hotel room looked like. And I was like, oh, we're not doing that. <laughs> they just never stayed that. in the hotel? Yeah, we're totally not doing Singapore that. Singapore hospitality. Yeah. Let us in your room. And then the other one we did, they like, there's a, fun time. a nearby mall. And, uh, it's pretty was, cool that you did too. Yeah. And it was like 30 people both times. It was like really good groups of people that are really nice I and think, really cool. I think Jack did one in Vegas. Jack did, and Adam Ellis just did one in Vegas. Oh, my God. I went out drinking. I don't know how I did this after traveling for 38 hours in a row, but I got a message from Blaine. I went went a message from Blaine that everybody was going out for beers that night. So we went out, and Bangers is a great place. It was awesome. That's me and Ashley's probably one of a lot of beer. What? They have a ton of beer. They have a ton of beer, and they have sausages, which is great. Yeah, good atmosphere, too. But I saw Barbara, and the first thing I asked her was, hey, who do you think unfollowed Jack faster on Twitter this weekend, me or Gus? Did you unfollow him? I muted him immediately. As soon as he did his like third tweet about Vegas and the Joel, no, not yeah. there. It's like no Joel. happy fun time. Minus Joel. Like, Minus Joel this trip is old. I, I I normally would have unfollowed him. I muted. Instead, I spent the time to learn how to mute a hashtag, and I was like, I just muted the hashtag. Didn't see another one. Yay! Yeah. So he went off to Vegas without Joel because Joel loves to go to Vegas. And yeah, everyone in the world out? cares and needs to hear. Jack is the worst person to it's follow. Twitter dude, he gives a shit. He's the worst person because <sighs> he's either on a trip that he wants you to know about, or he's like building a shelf or something. No, I'm really excited about the thing that Jack's building now. He's like, what's reno- he building? He's renovating like a hi-fi that he bought. Oh, like an old school. Well, like that's decent, but usually it's shelves, and I'm not into shelving. I get you, dude. Jack, <laughs> Jack, after he built the tower pimps, not into shelving. Two years ago at RTX, then he turned around. And he was going to build shelves for everyone at Achievement Hunter to store their consoles in. Yeah. Like this nice, neat, like... But it's it, not. It makes you, everything twice the size. And you guys were in this tiny office and he was building this thing. They gave him shit nonstop <laughs> for a month about those fucking shelves. To the point where I think maybe really he just, big. like, got rid of his shelves. No, like, he still got his. He, does he have them on his desk here? Yeah. You brought them with him? Yeah. All right, good. It's ridiculous. You should it's see not the ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I love that kind of shit. Here's how my, room, my stuff goes. Doo, doo, doo. Just stacked up. If I need to move something, I just pull it off. There you go. Job done. I just <laughs> do. In a shelf. In a little cubby. It's not bad for them, though. What? Man, I mine still works. I've had it for a year. I I had to buy an entertainment center to replace my old one because it was it looked really shitty. I spent forever. I, I want to make fun of him, but I spent forever looking for an entertainment center, which is essentially glorified shelves it's like i don't know this one doesn't quite fit right like i had very specific dimensions i required so i can respect that i can respect wanting to have something that you can put all of your equipment into and easily access it and get it out jack's a piece of shit 
but I think he did a good job with those shelves. <laughs> totally agree. This conversation has gone like Jack sucks. Jack's awesome. Jack sucks. Jack's awesome. <laughs> no, but I mean, the, I, I didn't unfollow Jack because I don't like Jack or anything like that. I just, as soon as the third tweet came through, I said, I know where this is going. Mute. See you in a week, Jack. But you so. didn't unfollow him, though. You said who unfollowed Jack. Well, you know what I mean. Same thing. You I, would, I, would, I would not unfollow Jack. And I would follow him back a week later for sure. I was shocked somehow to can always tell when I unfollow them. And as soon as I delete them on Facebook, too. I get messages like within a week. Why'd you unfollow me? You got a really cool thing coming up, which is going to generate you a lot of crazy Facebook updates. And they announced it so we can talk about it. Yeah. I, that's why I went back to the UK. Mm-hmm. Gavin is going to be a uh, focus of a huge YouTube marketing campaign. They've done it before. Yeah. Where they are trying to show the rest of the world, and this is something we all know, especially if you watch this, that YouTube stars are as big as normal TV and film stars, like traditional media. If not bigger. Especially for younger people, they're in a lot of ways they're bigger. And YouTube understands that. They're trying to get the rest of the world to understand that. So they're running advertising campaigns around specifically certain personalities. And last time they did uh, Epic Rap Battles, Vice News, Bethany Moda, and Michelle Fan. And this time they're doing they're doing Vice again. Must be nice to be Vice. Yeah. Well, it's because this one's in the UK only. Yeah, and then uh, Gavin is Gavin is the focus of one of these campaigns. And, and one of the other ones was a channel I'd never heard of. It was like Zoella. Zoella? Yeah, uh, Zoella does. She's like beauty and yeah, makeup, makeup and stuff. And she has like six million subs. Yeah, and remember, as well. Yeah, when I read the article, the press release, I I looked up her YouTube channel. It was like six million subs. I was like, oh, she does like fashion yeah. and makeup stuff like that's why i haven't heard of her but Bethany that's too is i think she's almost at eight million subscribers Bethany has like a clothing night line now with uh Aero Aero yeah. yeah is that how you say it i don't know Man, back in the really early weird. days of youtube i want to say it was like oh five maybe maybe no it didn't exist oh six was her first year youtube youtube came around in oh four no they launched in oh six they launched in oh five all right let's go that's that it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like they launched in late '04, like November or December. Okay. I've I, I got to hear. I this. think we signed huh. up in '06. Let's put one, one in it. I put ten on '05. Uh, yeah, Gavin one. He Valentine's Day 2005. Wow. Okay. So it, it must have been '06 then. You owe me ten bucks. I owe you ten bucks. <laughs> in uh, <laughs> at Comic Con '06, I think it was. Uh, there was a Jeff and I were out there for, at San Diego Comic Con, and I think there was a there was a YouTube meetup or something. We're like, let's just go and see who's there. And it was at a bar. It's like, let's just go have a drink and, and see what it is. And it was tiny. It was, it, we, we were maybe 30 or 40 people showed up. And I remember we were sitting at the bar drinking. And it was like, oh, yeah, we recognized you know, some people. There were a couple of big YouTube channels back then. Was that the first VidCon? <laughs> it, was, it seemed like it could have <laughs> been. And I remember like, sitting down and hearing people like, oh, my God, look over there. That's community channel. You know, she has two hundred thousand subs, and like, and to think now, like, how much all of that has grown, yeah. and how big, That's how much nuts. bigger yeah. YouTube is. Than, I still than watch the channel. She's one of my favorite YouTubers. Yeah. Well, I sat at a bar, like three seats from her, so while jealous. some dudes talked about her creepily, like she wasn't sitting right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is community channel? It's this um, Australian. I think she's Australian. Uh, girl who does comedy skits on YouTube. About like very relatable topics. Yeah, oh yeah, she, I recognize her. She's had a she had a channel for a long time. I mean, we were talking yeah. about her yeah. in 06. She did like this whole thing with the Travel Channel too. I think where she got sent all around the world. She has 1.6 million subs now. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's a be, ton of subs. 1.6 million. No, but I mean, I thought she was one of the top. She channels. has only, she only has 350 videos online. She's been doing it that long. Yeah, she was one of the top channels at that time. She I mean, took a long like, break. At yeah, one people point. have like spurts of success and then it gets overtaken very quickly. Her first video is eight years ago. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Eight years ago. 
So I'm going to have my uh, big, dumb, giant face on a billboard. Yeah. On, like, a billboards around London. Man, as it if is your ego so wasn't awesome. big enough. It is so awesome. And we dude. shot... That's because we went... I went back and we did one day of stills where I was just, like, chucking paint all over Dan and they were, like, exploding paint. And then we did a TV commercial. And it's weird to think that... But the weirdest thing t- for me was that I used to do that in the UK. I was a cameraman. And I'd filmed about maybe 50 jobs at the exact same studio that I was at for this commercial. And there was a focus I'd been in that room and I'd always been crew and I had a call sheet and my name was Talent and I had all this crew and everyone was there just to film me and it felt so backwards and weird. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I, I found out that that studio has a green room. Didn't know that before. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. I was like, just sitting down. I was like, I've never sat down on a movie set before. Wow. Or like on a film set before. It's awesome. It's it was like, really bizarre. Alan like, went out with you guys because he was in London at the time. And he said, yeah, um, you know, Dan and Gav have been like sitting for like 12 hours today while they're getting ready, stu- getting everything ready. Because that's when you're on camera, that's a lot of what it is. You just sit there and wait, 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 yeah. wait, doing nothing. And uh, so I texted Gav and I said, everything great. He said, I'm having a fantastic time. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he was totally fine. It was weird. And uh, they brought in like a phantom crew and all that stuff, which is like the exact job I used to do. They used one of our my old competitors actually. Which oh really? I knew I knew them very well because there were some jobs where we'd need like five Phantoms, so they'd get all the UK companies to come in. And I was just talking to the guy, and I was like, "And Phantom is the camera that you Phantom use. is the camera." And I was like, "I bet you never thought you'd be pointing that thing at me." And he was like, "I didn't see this coming." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Man, I got to make that jump too." Yeah. Speaking of Dan, your shorts have been the topic of conversation lately. This is but this is bollocks. All right, aren't those? These Dan- are just shorts. It's Dan Gritchy shorts. How are those Dan Gucci shorts? Those, those totally look like shorts Dan would they wear. They look like shorts Dan would wear. I, I agree with that. They these also look shorts. like shorts that Gavin would wear. Yeah. These are shorts G- that I would wear. Gavin is wearing red, like, knee-high shorts. That's totally... Those are totally Dan shorts. Knee-length shorts. Okay, well, That makes it sound like it's shorts from the I'm not club. Jordan said the same thing. You agreed with him instantly. Yeah, because yeah, I was already thinking it. Then he said it. I was like, oh my god. I was literally thinking also, the exact same thing. Also, let me ask you thing. this. There's a lot of tension between Gavin and Jordan Swears. Let me ask this. Who makes this. the animated adventures. Whoever looks at someone's shorts? Do you ever look at someone's shorts? I look at your shorts because those are weird shorts. What? Because they're dance shorts. <laughs> what are you on about? What shorts do I usually wear? Don't know. Regular ones those that aren't ones. weird and red. exactly like this. Uh-uh. I would nah. remember them. What color are they? I don't know. I don't never think about what you wear pants-wise. You wore those shorts. The first day I came back from my break, I saw them on you and I thought, those look like dance shorts. Everyone said the same thing. Meg said the same thing. They were in dance shorts. Dan's very inspiring. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you for wanting to be more like that. JJ. JJ, oh, I, had a, I had a conversation where we were drinking where JJ was, you know, he's uh, been working on screenplay a lot lately, and he just announced that Keanu Reeves is going to come on screenplay. Well, and, the, he did an interview. He did an interview with, with him. That's going to show on screenplay. That's exactly right. And so it's the same fucking thing. I'm actually going to be on the show with us. He'll be hanging out. Yeah, but no, he got he got Keanu Reeves to do a segment like an interview for screenplay. That's a really cool thing. No, it's awesome. And like the comments that he was getting were like, um, "Well, I hope like somebody else." Does it not JJ? Like does the interview, and it's like then it's like oh no no like JJ got really frustrated because it was like one of those people who knows nothing but presents like total facts like no no Bernie and Matt I know have been trying to get you know more people going because of laser team casting and they got canneries behind it. Matt and I had nothing to fucking do with that (laughs) at all. It's a hundred percent JJ, hundred percent. And I had to uh, I had to explain JJ. I said we all deal with that all the time. Like JJ just thought it was like you know kind of like quote unquote new guy. Like being told, like he, somebody else should do it or do the interview. I said we all deal with that. I deal with the thing where, like, uh, there was a photo posted of me from the Singapore thing, and somebody goes, "Bernie looks like he's been working out." 
And it's like, then the longest part of that thread was people going, oh, yeah, Bernie's been really inspired by Blaine. So he's been working out. Because <laughs> he's been so, and I was like, I just hope fucking Blaine doesn't see that. And I'm just like, that would be the worst part of my day. Didn't you get lost on the way to the Singapore meetup or something? No, sort of. I just, like... <laughs> No, no, sort of. I was trying. I was trying to get there. My fucking map was sending me. You couldn't cross the street at one point. I picked. Listen, it was a highway. (laughs) I picked the place we were going to meet because I asked for suggestions, and people said just somewhere close to you. You picked a meeting on a highway. You get everyone killed. (laughs) No, it was at a coffee shop, and the coffee shop was across this fucking highway. And I totally would have jaywalked, but I heard that jaywalking gets you like five years in jail in Singapore. That was the hardest part about going to Singapore. Jailwalk. They have a bunch of weird laws, like. And there's a thing there in Singapore where, like, corporal punishment is actually totally acceptable. Like, like yeah, they a full-grown adult yeah. can commit a crime, and they hit you with a cane. Like, they whip you. And I'm like, I don't want to get whipped. Like a bunch of angry nuns. Yeah, but like a, like a military dude does it <laughs> and fucking tears you apart. It's a really Why bad nuns? deal. The uh, nuns famous for, like, caning the Catholic school. These rulers, and they go pop, pop, pop yeah. on your wrists. Well, you nah. know, did you know, Barb, that, that in Singapore, uh, chewing gum is banned. It's illegal. Why? Because you can't have chewing gum. Do you think because they don't want you like spitting it out or making yeah. a mess. They don't want you making a mess. Do you think so if they see like you going it? like this. Singapore has some really interesting laws. So you can actually chew gum uh, and, and buy gum like at a dentist. Or you just go to, I think they go to Malaysia and they just all oh, get it there and they bring it in. Yo, you imagine dog, like school kids gum. sneaking around the back of the sheds. You want to have a little chew? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so so there are multiple people on Twitter. Yeah. Saying that Dan owns those same shorts and he wore them at RTX. Yeah, he did. Oh, he actually owns these actual ones? Oh, that's what we're all saying. Yeah, not that it's inspired by Dan, that Dan actually owns those shorts. That's what he got up on stage at the podcast. Yes. He's wearing yeah. those shorts. He, those are the shorts he had. Let me look them up. I want picture proof. So, I, we, there was this. Because I... Still in skis. Um, Let's see what make these. What make these, Bob? Author Paw. A bunch oh of people God. are on, uh, on Twitter Ow. right now. Ow. Bethany Moda. Next. Next, so I got these in England a long time ago, probably then. Yeah. So or then I, it's very plausible well, that he has them as well. Next, but I didn't know anyone who shops at Next. What is Next? It's like a really crappy, like cheap clothes. <laughs> so it sounds like Dan. Dan has some taste when it comes to clothing. I just slop on like all my shirts are Rooster Teeth shirts. I, I literally put my shirts in order in the closet, and I just go left to right. I think this is a picture of him hugging Ray, and he's wearing those red shorts. Got it. All right. Well, I'm not. T- that, there's like. That wasn't red quote, I was just saying. Yeah. That wasn't. Yeah. Actually, yeah. It's also like, uh, it's, it's like also bit picture. It looks a lot more red in that picture, too. It's the only uh, one I could find. Uh, hey, Gus. Yeah. Since I had so much time on planes over the course of the last week, <laughs> I was thinking about stuff and trending stuff and perspective stuff. Okay. Let me say this about flying. You're on a plane. Okay. The person next to you orders a drink. Mm-hmm. It's a non-alcoholic drink. Mm-hmm. What do they order? Just top of your head. Tomato, tomato juice. Ginger ale. Why do people drink so much fucking ginger you know ale? Don't drink a lot of ginger ale on planes. I never I run into anybody that. who I drinks ginger ale anywhere else. I and people why. on fucking planes drink ginger ale. It's there- because ginger helps an upset stomach and people get nauseous on planes. Is there any ginger in ginger ale? Yeah, sure. There Absolutely. Is. You ever had Verner's? No. Um, everybody, by the way, that I said Verner's, everybody that listens to podcasts in fucking Michigan just lost their shit. People in fucking Michigan, there's this drink there called Verner's. And it's like ginger ale, but it's not. And they they think it's like fucking magic, this stuff. And it's really good. It's like such a strong ginger ale. And I'm sorry, it's ginger ale. It like when you go to drink it, you can drink it wrong and like cough. You'll cough for like Nothing a minute. It goes up your nose. You just like breathe in the fumes, like the bubbles. So, so you can drink it without actually touching it. 
You had to drink it without breathing, basically. That's that's the only way to do Verners. I had family in Michigan. But, like, people use this stuff when they get sick. They drink Verners to get better. Or they get they drink hot Verners. Because of the ginger? It's, like, a real specific thing. It's, like, as, like, weird as, like, Tim Hortons in Canada. Mm. But really fucking specific to Michigan in this one drink. Yeah, that's why people drink it on the planes. I know that's why I personally drink it on planes. But I was just fat. I, I suddenly realized the lady next to me ordered ginger ale. And I'm like, what is the fucking deal with ginger ale? Everybody on planes drinks ginger ale. But I never, people get nauseous all the time. They go, I have to go get a ginger ale. I never run into people <laughs> drinking ginger ale. If you're at home ale. with an upset stomach. Oh, look at that. There you go. Oh, that is bollocks. There's his red shorts. So we do have video, Gavin, photographic proof of Dan. Gus is showing us a picture. They look deep of red. Dan at RTX this it's, year when he came dark. on stage to tell his piss stream story, I think, and he's wearing exactly the shorts that Gavin's wearing right now. That was a very right solid appearance on the podcast by Dan. He just walked up, like, Dan's lectured, <laughs> lectured 5,000 people about piss and then sat down again. Yeah. <laughs> he was Been ready there. for it, too. All right, so I'm never wearing these shorts again. Uh, That's what you said when I first told you they look like well, Dan's shorts. I didn't shorts. believe you, obviously. Why, aren't you, why don't you wear them again? They're not shorts. But would you wear the same shorts as, I don't know, Aaron? Yeah, why not? She has good style. Would she not be mad if you wore her shorts? No, I don't no, think you, so. you, you, you're doing the right thing, Gavin. We're different don't wear, people. Don't wear Dan shorts. Yeah. No. <laughs> Your shorts! They belong to you! <laughs> don't wear Dan shorts. They're Dan shorts. He wore them first as his shorts, and you don't want to be... Oh, you're, you're, you're correct, by the way. People on Twitter from Michigan are freaking out yeah. about uh, Verner's. People in, fuck, people in fucking Michigan love oh. this fucking Verner shit. They just love it. They go crazy for it. And uh, and anyway, so that's that's my only experience with ginger ale before planes, and I just I suddenly realized that. I have... Sorry. Now, I was thinking about something else. I'm going to pose this question. I'm curious about this because this is a matter of perspective. You're in traffic. Gavin, you don't drive, but let's assume you're driving. You're in traffic. You hear a siren. An ambulance is behind you. You pull over to the right, and the ambulance passes you. Right? Mm-hmm. Where's the ambulance going? Where's the ambulance going? Uh, to a home for Where's emergency. It going? Where's it going? To an accident. Where's it going? Car wreck. Okay. Ashley said... When she sees an ambulance with the sirens on, she assumes it's going to the hospital. And it's a weird thing in perspective. I always assume when I see an ambulance, it's heading to get somebody. Yeah. And you all had the same thing. Yeah. And she always assumes it's already got somebody and they're in it and they're on their way to the hospital. When I see an ambulance with the sirens on, I never think there's a sick person in it. I think there's a sick person somewhere waiting on it. Yeah, me too. Always. 100% of the time. I never think that there's actually someone in there. Well, but it's easy to I tell. Like paramedics could take care of that person usually. Whatever they're having a emergency with, right. they, they could usually handle it. Yeah, but they might have to take them to the hospital. Yeah, but yeah, like it, it might be 25% of the time, there's probably a person in the, in the thing yeah. going to but the hospital. But when they get airlifted out? What's that? No, not everybody gets airlifted. No. I feel like... If the hospital's behind you... Then they're not going to the hospital. It depends on which. Yeah, I mean, I don't spend time analyzing it. I just I'm saying every time I see an ambulance with the lights on, I assume it's going to get somebody, and it's empty. Yeah, yeah. and it's just I don't know why I think that, but that's so. Just, if you had an injury, you could flag it down. They just pop you in the back. <laughs> no, not <laughs> so like they're that. on the way for someone specific. They're I not guess, looking. Yeah. They're not looking to hit someone. Like, oh, you need help. <laughs> I think there's just more tends to be more of an urgency to get to someone rather than to bring someone to a hospital. Sure, there's urgency to get someone to a hospital if they're like but actually. But certainly, having- you have seen an ambulance that has at some point in your life you've seen just statistically an ambulance that has somebody in it and is going rushing to the hospital. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, probably. Like they must do that with heart attack victims, right? They don't just go. The paramedics go. Ah, you'll be fine. You know what no. I mean? They they take them to the Cases hospital like that. But if someone like fell or you know something happened to them at home. I would think more often than not that they have to take someone to the hospital. I wouldn't think that. Yeah, most but it of the might not be as urgent. 
They're like they wouldn't turn the sirens on. Yeah. I, in fact, I'm not even sure if somebody who watches the podcast or listens to the podcast can probably tell us. We probably have lots of people who are EMTs or paramedics. Um, I don't know that they can make that call. Like, I think they have to make let the patient go, well, you're probably okay. Do you want to go to the hospital? Like, they kind of have to, like, make give the patient the option of going to the hospital. And then do they have to ask the patient, well... Do you want the lights on or not? <laughs> like the full <laughs> thing? Like, 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 with your insurance plan, it's going to cost you a little more to turn them on. Well, you patient doesn't know them. if he's going to die. No, but I think the paramedic will be like, yeah, you're cool, but do you want to go to the hospital? Like, we'll take you to the hospital. We're here. To get checked out. Yeah. It's a liability thing in America, basically. I'm not, I'm not I, I, I just, just total would, conjecture on my part, my part. I don't even know that that's true. I would just assume they would always take him to the hospital for shock or anything. But, like, what if you show up and you had a stomachache and they give you a ginger ale? <laughs> like, you, like, somebody has a panic attack and calls 911. They don't take that person to the hospital, you know? Yeah. They get there and they're like, you're okay? Yeah, it's like by the time they get there, like, yeah, I'm, I'm calmed down. I thought I was having a heart attack, but I was just, like, hmm. agitated. They don't, like, they, they probably would say to that person, well, do you want to go to the hospital? And the person goes, nah, I'll see you guys later. Too expensive. Yeah, I have very a, expensive. I have a question. Please. For anyone who's played Assassin's Creed 4, which is both of you, mm-hmm. right? Fuck. Yep. Totally different. Um, I was playing it, and I noticed that there's, like, the internal yeah. Abstergo, which is, like, a company within yeah. the game. Right. And uh, they're treating everything like it's a game and stuff. Yeah. At the end of the missions, it says, rate this mission. Am I rating it for the fake company in the game, or am I rating it for Ubisoft to see how much I like the mission? The Abstergo being the fake Ubisoft yeah. that's in like, it? It says rate. I assume is that, like, a, a gimmicky thing that they built in, or is that r- real? I think they're actually rating, you're actually rating for... Ubisoft to look at. Really? Yeah. Ah. And if you'll do me a favor, and every time there's a fucking eavesdrop mission in any Assassin's Creed, fucking rate it down to nothing. I, I love eavesdrops missions. I fucking hate They're those awesome. things. I love that <laughs> sneaky shit. That's so stupid. It's like an escort mission where the escort is your fucking enemy. I hum the Mission Impossible theme the entire time I do it. I hate those fucking <laughs> eavesdrop missions. <laughs> Did I have that in the first game? You have to eavesdrop. I, it, it's in a lot of the games. I don't know. I'm just so sick of them. In fact, I'm so excited about Assassin's Creed Five or Unity or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I made the mistake of getting ready to play it because it's about to come out. By playing the DLC for Assassin's Creed 4, which I fucking love, Assassin's one? Creed 4. That's Freedom Cry. Freedom Cry. Okay, yeah. It's the, uh, where you're the black pirate, uh, and a big part um, of the objective is. The Lotte or yeah, Freeing the slaves and all that. And uh, there's so many fucking eavesdrops missions in that DLC. And it just feels like cheap. It feels so cheap to me. Eavesdrops missions. Eavesdrops. It just makes me so mad. <laughs> makes me so mad. Kevin, you love when people mispronounce shit. You it's love funny. it. It's funny. I don't like. Rhinal. I don't like Assassin's Creed games anymore. I, I don't know why. They, they, this one kind of beat me to death with I this DLC. I never, I never played the four Freedom was, Cry DLC. Four was so good. Four I just can't great. get into. it. I don't know what's wrong oh. with me. I just maybe I don't like those games anymore. But it just feels so clunky compared I, to the old ones. I Everything's like. Oh, that's gonna sound great. Um, <laughs> Gavin just hit himself in the face with a microphone. <laughs> in the nose, go figure. Um, oh wow, oh, that was miss. a dick. Yeah, wow, that was. That? Um, I, I'd never. I, I'd always had trouble getting into them, and I could never really get into them. But four, for some reason, really grabbed me. You know what I'll, it was? I'll another go for sure. But bloody destiny just took me right out of that. Did you play as a younger person Sid Meier's Pirates? No, I missed that one. Really, mm-hmm. a great game. Really great game. And it's like, I like when I play games that are so fucking advanced. They're like games I imagined when I was a kid. It's like, like Sid Meier's Pirates would be a subsection slice of AC4. No, no. It's pretty much just like the same game, but like more robust. I mean, obviously going running through a town that's fully modeled and being able to run like up a fence, you know, or 
up a side of a wall. There's none of that stuff in that game. But like the pirate, like sailing around and stuff like that, kind of the same. Just like a very rudimentary version of it. You can actually get pirates on uh, mobile devices now. They remade it for mobile. Hmm. That's really cool. Nice. We're you all pirates. Get, but you should get Age of Booty first. We're all pirates. Yes, and and you can, uh, you, yeah, you can get us as pirates. What's your, what's your pirate name? Um, shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Hold on, let me look. I will launch. I will launch it right now. I'll tell you. Uh, mine's Barnacle Burns. I pay attention to things that are important to me. Um, that brings games? up though. The last time I talked to certain affinity was we were uh, they. My captain came up for vote. I think Ray's the most recent one that came up. Yeah. What's Ray's name? Ray Brownbeard the poor. The poor. Yeah. Brownbeard the poor. Brownbeard the poor. And uh, one more time. Brownbeard the poor. There you go. Thank you for voting. Uh, but I, I, the last time I like talked with them was I was talking with Max, the guy who's head of certain affinity over Twitter, because I felt compelled to make a statement on Twitter or make a public statement about the fact that the Austin Chronicle has this best of awards they do every year. Oh, yeah. And they awarded us best game studio of Austin. Yeah. And I was like, everyone here was like, what? It's like, I mean, what it's really... What was their reasoning? It was because we're making the Ruby game? It's because we have a huge gamer audience and we just announced making our first game. It's like, well, okay. Well, then review our game when it comes out. Yeah, but like, still haven't made it. Calling us best game studio of Austin is like... Yeah. I like how like you would try and... We can always make a new thing and try and win an award there and make a new thing. We don't have to try on this one. We've already got the award. We haven't done it yet. Move <laughs> yeah. on. We haven't done anything. Let's no, put a supermarket We want next. an award for a game we never made. Yeah, that was yeah. totally uncalled for. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're with no history, nothing. I'm totally fine saying it's completely undeserved. Mm-hmm. Completely undeserved. And it's like, we have a lot of friends that work in game development in Austin. People at Bioware, people at Certain Affinity. Suck it. Twisted Pixel. <laughs> yeah, suck it. No, but it's like, <laughs> I, it's like, they must read that and go, what the fuck? It's like they're literally picking someone for that award that doesn't do that. I mean, it's just like it's it's a pain in the ass. And there's been a lot of times the Austin Chronicle has focused on stuff in Austin. It's like and clearly missed us. It's like we're right we're right here. Why do you not <laughs> give me a fucking break? Like they're like wow, best YouTube channels in Austin. Here's somebody who you know built a birdhouse <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. It's like what the fuck? And it's and so it's like then when we are on the reverse side of that where we're getting a best game studio in Austin, it's just crazy. Although somebody somebody pointed out that Griffball could have qualified as Gavin, game within a game, I'll take it. G- give Griffball in the uh, in the, the Minecraft Let's Plays, all the games you guys make in that. I mean, there's, there's definitely some game design in that, so I'm happy about that. But Imperator Gustavo, Imperator Gustavo, Jack Beard is probably Jack my. Beard. I, I have not downloaded Brown Beard. The so Gus yet. is showing us to. on his phone uh, the Age of Booty legal. Tactics uh, captains. Did you ever tell the story about the eye makeup? See, <laughs> I don't think I did. Um, so when we were, you know, to, in order to go through this, we have to go through, uh, approvals. So like for Gavin's, we'll show him a picture of it or, or for me, we'll show us a picture of it and make sure that we're okay with the way that the, uh, the characters look. So at one point I showed Barbara the pre-production sketch of her captain and she goes, uh, yeah, it looks good. I think it just needs more eye makeup. I was like, okay. So I forwarded that note on to the developers and said, she says she's fine with it. It just needs more eye makeup. And they're like, okay, great. Oh boy. I was like, I, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> The guy I sent it to had no idea what it means. He had to go ask someone else. And then he came back with, do you mean more like eyeliner or mascara or eyeshadow? I just loved getting that text from you. So then I had to ask Barbara, what do you mean? And then, so then I pass it on. What know. could it have possibly meant other than that? Well, I think what combination or what, what specifically? Like, did it need more? I never thought one, in my life two, that three, Gus Cirillo would be asking me. More so eyeliner or the mascara? On, he's like, thank God, because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was a really weird, awkward I, I would feel weird giving feedback on something like that. I just like. I was just like, that looks cool. Do it. Like, why what? Would I- what? What? Gavin, 
when we put your picture on anything, you fuss about it every single time. What does that mean? What 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 do you mean? What does it mean? What do you mean? Remember like your achieve shirt? Pi- Just as an example, picking Do something that. out. Your first achieve shirt, you were like, "Not that's not coming out. I'm not, that's not going to happen." Oh, is with the glasses? Yeah, but that was that's us. We made that. Oh, so you're saying okay? That you're saying that's the difference. You would never give someone else a note. Well, I mean, it's coming from us. Why would I want to hate? Why would we I want to? <laughs> We put made, out something that, we, that I don't like, and I'm, we made it. For Laser Team, we had to do a thing where you had to make the cast of your head uh-huh. for something we can't really explain why. But like, you had to go in the dark, and they made like a mold of your head for that thing. Yeah, and I got to see resp- my nose from your, a different angle. Your response to that was like, <laughs> "Doesn't look anything like me." Like, that's your fucking. Who said I never, that? Your head. I never realized how much your nose crocks to the left. Well, until, it was smushed in there. Uh-huh. Also, I never said that ever. I absolutely said it. All right. Well, we got to wrap up. We're out okay. of time. <laughs> yeah. so, we're making up shit. Let's continue this argument next time. Hey, Meg, yes. since you're here, if you see an ambulance with its lights on and it's coming up behind you, right? Yes. And you pull over and let it by? Without thinking, ask this question. Where's the ambulance going? Fuck if I know. You don't know? Well, where, where you th- where? Is it Look, oh, she thought she, through. She said, she, is it going to the hospital or to the person who's hurt? That was the argument. That's what we were trying to also, figure out. Really Makes mad about our birdhouse channel winning a best of Austin award. Okay, well, thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with an episode of Screenplay. Wednesday with an RT patch. Is that something? Everyone There's a new patch. podcast, Let's Play, up on YouTube. People yeah. should go watch that. Yes, and then Contagion we'll- Part Two, featuring No Gus. You did something very funny with the editing. Who edited that? You I edited did that. I you did, did something that. funny. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. And, uh, I, was, I actually wanted to watch it, and everybody's like, "That's nah, okay." Next Monday with an episode of RT podcast. So Love thanks for watching, everybody. Welcome back, Gus. Welcome back, Bernie. I like you. Get the fuck out. Nazi flags than that one. Bye.